On tonight's episode of the Gamecasters, we talk about all the games we've been playing recently, we do another Natalie's Nook segment for you, and then we end the show with our top five games named after a real place. Stay tuned. My name is Ryan, and I am the host with the most toast. Yes, it's true. I've been diagnosed. I boast 44 loaves of toast, which I'll post but won't boast and put butter on them so they're not gross. And with me is Natalie, the tolerator, the eye roller, the exasperated, the legally obligated, and Jeff, (laughs) the uncomfortable. All right. (laughs) We're here today to talk to you about a very serious subject games. Too long have games been associated with fun and frivolity. We're here to show and prove that games can depress and anger you just as much as Natalie when she rolls over in the morning and realizes, oh shit, it wasn't just a nightmare. Yes, games have gotten quite the easy go of it. (laughs) But did you know that some cultures use games as a form of torture for committing high treason? Did you know that Superman 64 was used as a technique to get young boys addicted to theft and rage? Neither did I. In 2003, there was a study from the University of Toledo that I made up for this segment that That says games, board games in particular, were found to be the leading cause of impotence in women aged 18 to 96. But does anybody talk about it? No. And do you know why? Because it's not true in the slightest. Games are great. What's up with you, Jeff? Oh, my Uh, God. That was a lot of energy. Games are great. (laughs) Wow. When you said hello to their gamers, I felt like I woke up for the first time today. I was like, oh. Yep. You better be on your toes, lady. Man. (laughs) Did I um <laughs> so there was supposed to be like a really hard what are they what are they saying the snobs? Hard merge. Yeah. I hard merged from oh, yeah. the intro banter to what's up with Jeff? And Jeff's like, oh shit. I yeah, I didn't know. Oh my god, I he wasn't, like, I wasn't the ready for this. Reference. That's okay. If you're not ready, I can keep going. <laughs> no, I'm ready, I'm ready, okay. I'm ready. He's like, Don't keep going, please. Um, yeah. <laughs> we been... Wait, how do you know that's what he's like? Maybe he enjoyed that. It's just joking. <laughs> well, I am Jeff the uncomfortable. He's the uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> the uncomfortable yeah. gamer. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was between the mad board gamer and the uncomfortable gamer. One just yeah. rolled off the tongue a little more. Yeah, I flipped yeah. the coin. But the other one is actually the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel deep down inside. <laughs> um, guys, we've been watching the same TV show. Yeah, we have. We talked oh, about yeah. it. Yep. It's called Mayor of Easttown. On HBO. That sounds like a board game title. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, it or it'd does. be like Mayor of the Easttown. Yeah. If Mayor was like yeah. a thing. Yeah. Before Mayor we started watching Town. it and knew that her name was Mayor, I was like looking up what Mayor meant. Like, what the hell's Mayor? And it was a female horse. And yeah, I mean, it was a female horse, but I'm like, what does that have to do with the show? Is it about horses? And I'm like, oh, that's right. Maybe it well, her will name at is the actually end. actually Marianne. Oh, is that what it is? One I thought time, it was like Meredith. The okay. Mom okay. Said One time her mom called her Marianne. Mm-hmm. And we were just kind of okay. like, oh, so Mayor's just like a nickname. Yeah, it's on HBO. It's like a murder mystery character heavy character development show it's good mm-hmm. it's really it good. good yeah it's really good i was really bummed because we've been watching the handmaid's tale handmaid and usa that and bums me out too <laughs> yeah yeah Ooh, yeah and so that comes out on wednesdays and we're caught up right yeah, and we so watch we it don't on and we and we binge watched we just been binge watched um scarlet with Wanda, a Wanda wandavision Vision. yeah and so that's over and so we were like oh cool handmaid and usa is ready <laughs> so we're gonna watch that and then we're caught up, so we have like nothing to binge. And then we were like, "Oh, let's watch this Mara Vistertown, <laughs> Easterville, Easterville, yeah." And um, we just found out, like, so we watched like, the first two episodes, and we we're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna binge this. It's gonna be so awesome." It's the Lexi softball game. My sister's like, "I'm watching it too. Are you guys caught up yet?" And I'm like, "Caught up." She's like, "Yeah, there's only like four episodes." And you're like, "I was oh, like, no." Yeah. 
yeah. So I've been like trying to stop us from watching it, but you can't because it's just so good. Yeah. Yeah, we have to like cut ourselves. We we watch it on Sunday night, kind of before we go to bed, and then it's like, all right, we gotta go to bed. Like that's we're gonna watch yeah. the one because. How it, do you stop yourself? I know. Well, you stopped us the other day. I was like, all right, let's watch another one, and it was like ten thirty. Well, I only did that because I wanted to eat that. Stop it. Sandwich. What? <laughs> He was hungry. I was. I needed a sandwich. It was a, it was a bedtime. Sandwich. Yeah. No, you were like. What were you, you thinking? Were like, Let's stop because I want to save the episodes. No, you, yeah. Like, sandwich. Yeah, because not I wanted saves. to eat. That it's too late. Too late to eat a sandwich. <laughs> I wanted it's to too eat late that. Pizza. No. <laughs> oh, now I'm uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, <laughs> now Natalie's the uncomfortable. That party sub. <laughs> oh man. I wanted uh, to eat that stop. pastrami. Oh, God. <laughs> no, it's not even going to say that word. That's not even the correct pronunciation of that word. <laughs> it's not pastrami? I think Pus- it is. It's not pastrami. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Pistrami? Pistrami. No. no, that might be a different thing. <laughs> piss. Piss. No, Dada, it's piss. It's piss. So I'm like, oh, oh God, man. don't say that to police officers. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm watching shows. What'd you guys think of WandaVision? Loved it, dude. Yeah, it yeah. really loved it. I hated the first episode, like, because I, I was like, oh, I don't, what, like, who thought of this? Like, why is this like this? Yeah. And then it, I knew it was gonna get better. I just yeah. knew it. And we do by the end of it, we lo- we loved it. Yeah. Me we too. Also, I, go ahead. I was just gonna. No, you go ahead. I was just. No, uh, you go ahead. It, like, no, you go ahead. I, you go. I just the... thought it was like something really different than Marvel usually does. Yeah, it was. and I just thought it was kind of cool. Like it was cool how they tied it all together. Yeah, I, yeah. we won't give anything away yeah. if you haven't watched it yet. I mean, it's been out for a while, but still, mm-hmm. people haven't watched it because we didn't. We just watched it. Yeah. But I agree with you. It was weird, and at first I was like, "Why?" But then once you figure out kind of what's happening, yeah, mm-hmm. then it's just like, "Oh, this is awesome." Yeah, yeah. it's very cool. And what's her name? Is in like who's in like everything? The Han, the Han and Usa. Han made. Oh, Catherine Han. <laughs> Catherine Han made. Oh yeah. From Step Brothers and. I love her. She's awesome. I love her in everything. Yeah, I she's one in, of so my that favorites. That was cool that she was in that. Yep. Uh, it was great. I thought we really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We watched the first episode That's of the Falcon and the and Winter the Mystery Soldier. Mile. What's what? it called? Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Mystery Mile. <laughs> we watched the first episode. I thought it was good. A miracle Mile in Chicago. It's just it's just Falcon walking around. Miracle Mile. <laughs> You want to go shopping? Yeah, it's on Miracle Mile. There's a lot of stores here. <laughs> Is your mosquito bite thing coming today? Because I got a mosquito bite. And it you itches. do? Where? Yeah. Where's your mosquito what? bite? It's on my thigh. Hard merge. Yeah, what? no, geez. You got a mosquito bite in your thigh? We were talking about Falcon and I was just scratching mile. it, and I, I remembered it was shipped on Friday. It is coming today. Cool. Much like <laughs> Oh, my God. Pizza. <laughs> so, did you watch Falcon Winter Soldier? You watch we the watched first the first episode. episode. Okay. Yep. I thought it was very slow. It was a lot slower than I thought. It's, Does it pick up a little bit? Yeah, for sure. I've it's heard a very. That it's really good. And it's very Marvel-y. Like this goes yeah. back. If you didn't like Wandavision for it not being Marvel, this goes back to kind of its like Marvel roots of like here's the situation, here's a possible bad guy, yeah, here's the guy, fighting, yeah, here's kind it. of yeah. the stuff. I the first scene, the first scene was like a. Movie. I was like, we're in the movies right now. Yeah. That first scene feels like air missiles flying. It feels like a six-hour movie, right? Yeah. Feels like a six-hour movie that probably like if they had to make a movie, it would have been shorter. Oh, it's only yeah. six. Episodes. But I think yeah, I, I think some of these are. Yeah, I think people. Are, some people are disappointed because there's not like this huge thing that happens. But it's like this is a TV show that's for free on Disney Plus. Is it like coming they're not, back or is yeah. it done? 
I think these things are just these short things are done. Like oh, so there's Lo- Loki no more is next. WandaVision, it's just oh, no okay. WandaVision's done. So they're gonna do a, a Loki like a short series, and then there's one more I think that's planned. They're like mini series shorts in between. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, Loki. Is, yeah, I'm really excited about the Loki okay. one. That looks. Awesome. Are they? Is it? Are they bringing back what's his name? I don't know. We're gonna the have to actor. The lo- yeah, the Loki actor. Okay, so yes. he's yes, he's good. Yeah. Okay, so he's gonna be Loki. Yeah, yeah so it's, he's gonna he's gonna be Thor this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. switching it up the a little TV bit. Show, can yeah. I be Thor? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, that's in his contract. <laughs> what are we yeah. supposed to do? Uh, <laughs> have to, we're gonna have to write around this one. You're gonna have to. We really wrote ourselves into a corner here. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that one's good. So I would finish watching that one. Um, it gives some. It introduces a couple new things and. and Creates a new oh. storyline for a character. Okay. So yeah, that's that's cool. awesome. Yeah. I'm really interested. I, I, after the first episode was over, I was kind of like, it was a little slow, almost it a little picks boring. Up. Okay, if it picks yeah. up, and I'm, I'm interested mm-hmm. for sure. We'll finish it at some yeah. point. We might need to if yeah. we finish, you know. I'll say we have Martha. nothing else to watch because we're like waiting a week for all the other shows Right, that's what I'm bummed about. I just want to binge something. Yeah. <laughs> I want to binge that. <laughs> pizza? You want to binge the pizza? Yes. Yeah. The yes, pizza. I do. I've been hearing about this pizza, yes, man. I do. We got. We're to gonna go. eat lunch. Let's go right back. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back. Oh, <laughs> we got to venture forth to the Mad Board Gamers, the uncomfortable board gamers' new basement yesterday. Yes. Man, was it cool, it dude? Was nice. It we was really enjoyed nice. it. But honestly, the highlight of the entire trip was. That I'm just <laughs> oh my was Jack. So Jeff, uh, Jeff's one year old son. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't seen him in two, yeah, few months. Uh, it's been we, a couple when do we months. Go over there? And if you know, it's been a while. If you know yeah. kids, <laughs> the the earliest ages of their life, they grow the most in the shortest amount of time. Yeah, yeah. right. So from. You know, yeah, not seeing him for six year, months. Like we saw yeah. him after his birthday. Oh yeah, of course. But yeah. you know, it's been yeah, it's been it like five been or like six five, months, six probably months. since we've seen him. And now he is the smartest human being that's ever been. <laughs> he's just like a little person now. He, he went from like, like nothing to like a little he's person. He's not even two, and he's like picking up on things that you like wouldn't expect him to pick up on, or right, like he knows what a W two is. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he did, did my taxes. Yeah. Yeah. There was a word that you were like, how does he know what that is? I know. He just what, what, says stuff. He has, he has pick up on He's He's very observant. Like, he always is pretty, he's been an observant kid for. The mimicry that I see from him, <laughs> not the mockery, because he does that too. Yeah. But the mimicry <laughs> that I see from him at that young age is impressive. So I did this, says, I did this really says, sophisticated um, maneuver where I took a barnyard animal you had, pretended to eat it, and then vomited up. Okay. It was Much good. It was classic. Much to the delight classic. of him. I also, also pretended to defecate one out. Yep. And oh man, God. he knows object permanence, which is a bummer because I was trying to like put it behind my head like I was actually eating it. But he would like, every time I would do that, he would like lean like I see it. <laughs> Like, what's next? I know what you're doing. But then I'd yeah. throw it up, and he was like, oh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Brilliant move. That's good. Yeah. You know, and so, like, after a while, he was like, I want to I want to do that. So he would just walk <laughs> over to it. It was, it was I, I had Elmo, and then a little cow, and a little horse. And he would just take it and go, chom, 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 bleh, and then <laughs> yep. laugh then at himself. Up. And we would have to laugh at him, too, you know. Yes, okay, of course. Yeah. Yes, yes, whatever you want, Lord, you do that. Lord Madigan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was the coolest, funniest thing in the world that he didn't think that I would like my kids. I feel like would have tried to actually eat it. They would have thought that I was actually <laughs> eating him. Jack understood at one, almost two years old, that <laughs> I was just pretending to eat it and like I was joking. And so he was mimicking the joke. 
Right. He's almost that's like, like, not he's like, that's normal, hilarious, dude. And I want to be funny. Checked out with yeah. A, with a, <laughs> yeah, we'll go to the doctor. Yeah, make sure. Yeah, because he might he might be a genius. He might be too smart. So I don't. You don't want him to be smarter than you at two. Yeah, he's. He is. He is smart. He's at a fun age. The genetic material of Jeffrey Madigan (laughs) must be worth billions. Man, to really start selling. You should, man. You should definitely do that. Yeah. Selling his genetic. It was so much fun. Your basement is awesome. All the games are all set up. It's really cool. It's like it. it, It's like your own. It's my area now. You know, I don't want to call it a man cave because everyone calls it, but it's like your own like. Game, game space, space. and yeah. entertainment area it's like a whole you know if anybody has like a finished basement it's like a, it's like a completely different house yeah mm-hmm. you know when you go down there and so we got to play some games down there and watch some steve brule and just have a good yes. time and hang out and it was awesome dude your basement is sweet thanks yeah, um, yeah we're like just so happy with it and we get yeah. furniture this week so we'll have a place to, like sit yeah we um, had to stand the whole time yeah, and stood. pretend yeah. it was a table <laughs> yep yeah we just had to hover over things yeah, yeah. <laughs> one time Devin got down and we just played on her back yeah <laughs> oh my god but yeah so that's really going to be the, f- the finishing piece will be the couch coming on wednesday you get and a then, chair too yeah couch, couch and chair, chair and then it'll be then you got to get some mad board gamer merchandise yeah. from the redbubble.com. Yeah. Oh, I have a notebook. Meeple design artwork. Yeah. I need to get some get cool some stuff. Designs. Hanging up. I want to hang my crokinole board up, maybe. Yeah, you do. No, there's no maybe. You're doing it. I'm doing it. Doing hang it. it like right in front of the TV. <laughs> I think I'll hang it like just in the Not middle, the like from the, yeah, ceiling from the ceiling in the middle. As like a pendulum. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. You got to swing it. And then you have to run through it. That is, yeah. You have like five crokinole boards down there. <laughs> it's like traps. You have so to like run through them. Lexi, my seven-year-old, is in softball. Yeah. For the first time ever this year. Yeah, she's on the the Hufflepuffs. The the, uh, Slytherin. the Slytherins is her team name, which is ridiculous. Yeah. They're they're just starting to Go finally chant the name. Yeah, which they didn't do before because I think they were like, oh god. Yeah. Oh, Everything no. we're the bad guy. <laughs> oh, Everyone else the bad is guy. like, why were the bad guys? Wolves or whatever. You know. It's yeah. Like right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. The fairies. And through <laughs> two thirds of the season, her numbers are Hall of Fame worthy. Okay. Yeah. She's batting five eighty three. Whoa. She's only been held hitless in one game. Okay. She's got three runs, two ribeyes, whack a double straight up the gut and runs faster than me when Natalie finds out I ate all the ice cream. She's only, <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's only hit off the coach so far, but it's only a matter of time before she starts hitting softballs into space. She's a five-tool player. She attacks the ball in the field. Third base and catcher are her favorite positions. Okay. She yeah. loves third yeah, base yeah, and nice. shortstop. She loves that. Yeah. Um, and she has more zest than a dozen lemons. Uh, the girl loves <laughs> the game. I can't stop yelling and screaming like an idiot at a moron convention every time she hits the ball. The moron. other parents have started calling me, Ugh, that guy's back. And it's really endearing. <laughs> cool name. <laughs> yeah. 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 Seriously, I am the proudest. I mean, I did this for Cameron, too, when he was yeah. in baseball. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't help it yeah when she hits the ball i wail like oh my god go <laughs> yeah. run the first time. Well, i was like oh jeez. Oh, and no. he's always Where the one taking I? video too so on the videos, so the videos it's just like Ryan screaming. Loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and so i always send them to um to um heather you know Their my mom. ex-wife and mm-hmm. she posts them somewhere and so i think she like has to turn my volume all the way down <laughs> because it's well yeah she because it ruins she, the video she makes, like tiktoks out of them and so she puts music over it so you don't hear oh, I think she like, yeah, you, yeah. yeah because it would just well, it ruins the video unless, again. unless you're me yeah <laughs> for me I'm, i could watch it over and over and i'm like oh, that's me in the background oh my god <laughs> she might else. hit the ball but i'm the loudest <laughs> yeah. in her face yeah <laughs> she's like oh so focused gosh. too we're like a lot of times we sit like right behind um home base like that's where we watch the game from and so if she plays like catcher she's up at bat we're like you know go Lexi. Yeah, we're like right there and we're like yelling and stuff and she's like won't even look at us 
Yeah. She's like, I gotta focus I gotta on this focus. game. But dude, she's so focused. You would be so you would cool. be proud of her. I think yeah. you came and saw her. Yeah, I'm gonna come over. She's like catch. really proud. Uh, she's like, she wants to do well. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, there's some girls on the team that they have to constantly yell at and be like, "Hey, hey, stop eating the hey, sand." We're playing yeah, softball. Yeah. yeah, pull your pants up. She's like, "I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready." Lexi is like squat. Like when she's at third, the entire time she's in like the squat position, Good. her mm-hmm. gloves out, and she's just yeah. staring. Like, <laughs> right. bring that ball to me. Yeah, hit it to me. Even Go sometimes ahead. when the ball like goes way closer to like yeah, she three other people, people out of the way, grabs yeah, the she ball. runs hey, to it. They're not paying attention. Yeah, because she's <laughs> like, are they going to get it? Then I'll get it. You know, she's on yeah. it. She's good. good. What's, she's funny, what's funny is they they haven't had a practice really in a while because it just keeps getting canceled for whatever reason. Yeah. And so they only have games. So it's 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 intuitive when, okay, the ball's running me. I'm going to hit the ball. And they know to run. Okay? Run to first base. And yeah. they got... They got coaches at first and third, but in the field, they have no idea yep. what to do. All they so know is so like, get the ball. Yeah. Is like, they'll get like, so they know a rule of thumb, like, okay, get the ball, throw it to first. But mm-hmm. if the positions change and there's a runner on second base and first base and the person at third base gets the ball, they'll you just, think they won't just, just throw it to on first. The bag. They'll yeah. just throw it to first or, or it's even funnier. <laughs> they never know what to do. So the ball gets hit to them. Let's say it gets hit to um, Lexi, for instance, and she'll grab the ball. Actually, she doesn't do. She doesn't yeah. do this. She's okay. like the one player who yeah. doesn't do this, but everyone else does. It's really funny. They grab the ball, and then everyone's yelling at them. Go, let's attack the second base. Yeah. And so they're like, they don't know what to do. So they look at somebody who's like, a th- uh, like an inch away from them, and they go, "Here you go." And they throw it to them, <laughs> yeah. and that person's like, like, they know what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, they just well, think they like, okay. like throw it to someone else. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. you're right here, but you they're like a the foot ball. away. Yeah. Do they yeah. have to? They don't have to get out. So they just bat around. No, no, they get out. Okay. Yep, yep. They get sometimes in that younger, but they don't. They can't walk. Okay. So one. So. The girls do pitch, and then once they get four balls, then the coach comes out. Okay. And then the coach gets and pushes the girl out of the way and says, Move <laughs> yeah. it. You get loser. Yeah. Throw strikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's but it's so fun. It's really fun watching. That's cool. Play yeah. Like I wanna that. let me give me your schedule. I'll like yeah. come to, yeah. Yeah, we come to a game. Left. There's only a few games left. Okay. Tuesday and Thursday. Wednesday, Wednesday Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, cool. That'd be yeah, I would like to come out and see her play. I'm sure she'd like that. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, oh, she yeah. would yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just go out and take the place at their base. Yeah, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, I'm just gonna do this. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> We've also been painting like crazy, obviously, yes. as you know. Jeff, you finally got to see the. I've been paint. I'm painting Jeff's Cerebria miniatures one at a time. It's gonna take a while, probably, because we're in the middle of the Marvel United painting challenge. We're in week four dun, of dun, that. Dun. Up for vote this week. Um, it ends today, uh, the day of this recording. So if you're not listening to this on Sunday, you're going to get to the next week. But we are voting on Captain Marvel next week. This is a, you might be the first one to hear it is Iron Man. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, we're rolling right along. Yeah, news to you. Uh, we were super happy that Mr. Measles got a win last week. Congratulations Yay, to Kevin. So Ben didn't feel like he was just dealing with peons. He was told <laughs> there were worthy opponents here on yeah. the Earth realm. <laughs> Sorry, I just watched the new Mortal Kombat movie and it wasn't good. <laughs> I didn't like it. But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, the painting challenge is moving right along. Uh, we're having a blast uh, cursing and bitching the entire time we paint. As we know, it's pretty pointless and futile to compete with the mighty canard of Midlandia. Uh, <laughs> but next week for Iron Man, we've got another mini challenge. So there's going to be another prize up for Ooh. grabs, which is cool. And this time the winner will get a complete set of Army Painter washes, which I know means absolutely nothing wow. to Jeff. But <laughs> did you hear that, Natalie? But if you yeah. washes, it's pretty yeah. cool. You get the whole they set of cool. them. So let me. I can. I can. I can tell you what a wash is in one second. Okay. No, it'll take three seconds. The Mechs versus Minions miniatures have a wash on them. Oh, That's cool. all they have. Okay. It's like they, that watery thing that gets in all the cracks, so it makes it. It just darkens up the crack. That's cool. Okay. The yeah. crack. Yep. 
Say crack. You wouldn't again. think the crack would need to be darkened. <laughs> Say crack. <laughs> but so we crack. put a wash in Marvel Ant Ant Marvel. Yeah, Ant Marvel. Ant Marvel had Aunt a wash. Ant Marvel. Aunt Auntie. Aunt Auntie Marvel. How's your crack? Hello, Aunt Marvel. I put a wash in there. What were you gonna say? I was going to say in her butt crack. Yeah. Oh, her butt. You oh, washed her, her crack. Butt crack. So you washed her crack. I think in her thigh crack or the back of her her back crack. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so I hope everybody that's listening can will go over to the Gamecasters Instagram page and vote on these every Sunday around noonish. Damn it, noon. <laughs> Damn it. Around well, noon Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, noon Eastern United Standard States. Time. But it runs for twenty four <laughs> hours. So. Um, well, it runs until noon Eastern Standard Time on Monday. Yeah. So you have all of today to it's vote for Aunt Marvel, and then you'll have next Aunt Sunday Marvel. to vote for Uncle Iron Man. <laughs> <What> the- <laughs> it's like Aunt Lydia. Tin Man. Uh, no, it's not like Aunt Lydia. <laughs> I'm excited for Iron Man. That's, he's he's like my favorite it's Marvel a cool universe, model so I'm too. excited. Yeah, I think you're. it's going to yeah. be... There's going to be... Well, because I'm also going to make a mini challenge, and so it's going to force people to do something a little bit different. Outside the box. Ooh. Yeah. So, so they're not going to be all... Yeah. The same. We'll see. We well, also you never know. Went to um, Dave McCown's house the other day and hung out with the measles. Mick Dave Mick. And he gave us MC a. He, he has an insane amount of minis and paint stuff. He has a and, huge collection of everything. Yeah. He does. So he gave us nerd a bunch board of, like, mini minis related. To, yeah. Like, other minis to paint. So you know, get in line because Cerebia is next, pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We walked out of there with like twenty. Of these Reaper Bones miniatures that, you know, there's like this Reaper challenge that you can get into. And Natalie and I are going to do that at some point. But yes, Cerebria is first. Yeah. Phew. And then we also got to do the Zulkin Gears. Oh, yeah, Zulkin We're going to paint all that. We're painting fools lately. It's yeah. super fun. We're having a ball. Jeff is the beneficiary. Yeah. So it's, yes. we're all involved. It's really Let me good. tell you what someone I saw. Someone, maybe they just, maybe they washed it. Would that be the right word? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But the, in Lost Ruins of Arnak, the scrolls. Mm. They just washed the the like the ah, stone see, scrolls. Those they cool look. They have crevices. Yeah. In there. So the yeah. the picture of it looked awesome, and I meant to tell you guys, but it looks so oh, cool. cool. So maybe that's, that's like something really quick to do. Yeah, probably. That'd be so yeah. Cool. yeah. Putting a wash on is like the easiest that's fucking the thing, easiest in the world. thing to do when you paint. Yeah. <laughs> but you just do that for everything, maybe. Yeah, that's a good idea. Someone is just a washer, and they just wash those things. Mm-hmm. They just, just they're, they're yeah. blip, dipping. Yep. That is a technique. Okay, the dip wash. Yes, it's called the dip method. I'm so I just found out from McDave Mick. <laughs> um, that for people would like, it's like a quick painting technique. I can't remember who That's developed like. it, right? But like for an army of Lazy like people. skeletons, we'll say. Oh, okay. They're like, There's you know, armies. skeletons are like, are like white skeletons, right? But they, to make them look good, they just dip them in a vat of wash. I'm in. And then it just, you know, boop, quickly makes them look Jeff's like, good. I can paint them. I'm in. Yeah, Let's paint. Yeah, Let's right. paint. Jeff's going to paint. We'll be right back. <laughs> We're back. Man, Jeff that was awesome. Get that paint. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> pizza. What else you got, Jeff? Anything else what? going on in Where your did life? This energy come? From? I did. Yeah, you didn't see me take that shot of heroin before we started. <laughs> Do you guys remember how we talked about online gaming? I remember. Yeah, I, I did my that. Nook? You did not. You don't even what? like it. You know, I get it. You know what? Bologna. I, I, I understand. I understand. What is this crap? It. I he get it. He doesn't like it. Yeah, right. So he before we it. talk about in-person games, I played like some online what? games with. The McMeeples. That's oh, bullshit. you did? Yes, they both had the day off. Well, they're cool. Like well, Sam yeah. finished meetings early or bailed on something, and Michaela got the day off. Michaela and, finished Sam early. Yeah, whatever, you know, all that. So we played on We played on uh, one of those things. Tabletopia, I think I we played on. Tabletopia uh-huh. is a thing. That's one. We played Ink and Gold. What? We played Can't Stop. Ink and Gold with three people. Um, yeah. You can do it. 
Yeah, we did it. Exactly. Yeah. We did it. We put, can't yeah. stop. Can't stop, I like which game. was great. And then no thanks. Did you stop? With a random never. Um, <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> um, Sam was the never. Sam was the gutsiest out of all of us, and he ended up winning. So I guess oh, that's really? the name yeah. of the game. Okay. But we did play no thanks with a random person, um, and they were just, you know. They was it a bot? No, it was like a, another person. person online. Oh. They just got sucked into. They didn't realize we were all on Zoom together. <laughs> like, well, this guy's gonna they lose. Like, our Zoom. goal was to make them not lose. <laughs> yeah. Like, we didn't think yeah. I would not win. That poor but, guy. Um, He's like, I can hear you. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. Again, the game was whatever online, but it was fun to just hang what out. Was with the them last game you played after Can't Stop? No. Um, no thanks. No thanks. Yeah. Oh, I love all of those games. games. Yeah, it was cool. It was like the, kind of the pressure luck sort of yeah. theme. Nice. Um, but it was fun. It was fun to to, to talk to them, right? Yeah. The game was yeah. always secondary, but it was cool to catch up with them. And That's cool. And chat. Sweet. And they're doing crappy, I assume? Yeah, off, yep, okay. awful. Just good. really yeah. awful. Yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> make sure. They're just enjoying yeah. games again. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm also, uh, we're also a little bit further in my city. So if you care what you don't about the journey in my city, we're now 12 plays into my city. Ooh, do you have to name plays? your city? Yeah. Is it my, is it your basement? Eagleton. <laughs> okay. That oh, yeah. Like from, <laughs> from Parks, Parks and Rec. Yeah. <laughs> I think you told us. Yeah. Oh, um, that's great. How many are there? There are Total. whatever eight times three is. Eight, 16, 24? 24. Oh, so you're halfway, halfway done. done. Yes. Math is so math sweet. Is so awesome. God. <laughs> I have a Thank you, Mr. Gonzalez. Brain. I love math. He's my math teacher. Mine was Mr. Something. Yeah. You only had one? <laughs> he followed him through you all the You go to like a school yeah, house? I had like yeah, a I went to the one room school. I went to the one and they were like, you know what? You don't need any more math. Yeah. And that was sixth You're grade. You're so good at math. You don't need, you don't need anymore. anymore. Do you remember? You went to Pierce, right? Yeah. Do you remember the math teacher? Maybe he wasn't there anymore. He would just dance. He was an older guy and he would just like shuffle around the room like la 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 la. Would he teach you math? Two times no. two is four. <laughs> You no. know, like, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have the dancing math teacher. Yeah, the dancing math teacher. He was the. He was. He was the one I had. Okay. Yeah. And then there was. No he danced you all the way through math. Yeah. I didn't need more. Math after that. No math in high school. Why would I need math? Math is. You don't use math. No. Yeah. No. See, eight times three. You did it. I just did it. I just asked somebody else. Eight, sixteen, twenty-four. Bam. Yep. See. Bam. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> and I did a little I, shuffle. I find that like na, 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 na. at this age, I forgot all of my like multiplication tables that i like yeah. memorize like you're like eight times your four and I, I used to like know it instantly and i'm like um it's the mad minutes man those <laughs> were you like to get that digit well i mean in the real in real life you have multiple ways to figure it out you yeah like have calculator. to just memorize calculator. Like we got a calculator we got microsoft excel, yep, excel. <laughs> microsoft. hold on let me figure out this math problem excel. let me type in microsoft excel it's on my resume i'm, I'm proficient on microsoft excel <laughs> Oh man, you guys want to talk about games? Anyway, sure. Yeah, I've been playing some games. You have? <laughs> you want me to start, you or you start? want me to start? You start. You, you start sure? because you we start. don't have. No, no, we got two now. We got a game. Go. Let's talk about yeah. a hot game. Barely. Ooh. Hot, hot. Hot, hot, it's so hot, hot. It has red in the title. The handle is so hot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's red. Hot. It's red. When it cools yeah. down, it's gonna be blue. Cold yeah. <laughs> oh, it's blue hotter than red. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh yeah. But now it comes to fire. But what about like? But what if it's just ice? What's lower than <laughs> blue is hot, flame and and cold. I think white too. White is really hot. Orange is is orange lower than degrees wise. <laughs> well, I guess if we're talking red, orange, yellow. Clearly, we didn't take a math yeah. or science or All anything. All I'm thinking about is <laughs> when like I highlight color, a major. Fire you start with red, then you go orange, then you go yellow. So I think orange is hotter than red. What's lower than red? Red is the lowest. Uh, red is the coldest. Two. But when is an actual <laughs> fire ever red? I don't know. Uh, Let's talk about a game. Um, wait, that's kind of weird. Is fire always Can anyone orange? guess which game we're talking about? 
man. Blue Lagoon. <laughs> Blue Lagoon. <laughs> yeah, that's a good right, The yeah, Red sorry, Cathedral. Continue. All right, new hotness from Stonemeyer. So I went a long time Ooh, without shit. talking about Stonemeyer. I think this yeah. is now two in a row. Um, <laughs> right, your quota has now not This been is this game got a lot of buzz. Oh, it's a B game. Bzz. No. See. Hive mine. B lives. B that game's not good. B mine. B lives isn't good. B lives is yeah. not a good game. Hive mine's good. Um, Hive Mind is good. This game is called Red Rising. Oh, oh, I've heard of that. Okay, so a lot of buzz because it's a Stonemaier game, so it always gets lots of buzz, Bzz. no matter what. But I think this also had a a little bit of a following as well because it's based on a book. Yeah, a very popular book, which I had never heard of. Yeah, Pierce Brown is the author. Trilogy. Bro- no, Pierce Brosnan. Brosnan. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Um, and I even downloaded the book to read because Natalie... Well, okay. <laughs> well, this is good. Natalie ridiculed this me for good. not. She I asked didn't me the other day. Do you read books? Do you read books? Do you read? Do, do you, you even, even read? Do you even read books? books? How about the books? Do you read so them? So, I I downloaded this book to listen to it and then told, tell Natalie that I read it. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so he doesn't. He listening so I'm is not listen. reading, but yeah, okay. Not. Yeah, I know. I'm going to listen to this book because I have more time in my He's car. With his ears, Natalie. Yeah. I have more time in my car than to sit with a two-year-old and read uh, anything. So, other than a book called Trucks, over and over again. So, <laughs> real quick, I used to be able to swear in front of my kids and not worry about it. You can't do that with Jack. No, he'll know. He'll yeah. just he'll be like, "Oh, you signed a swear." Yeah, he'll know. Yeah, like put a put a coin in the jar. Smart ass mother. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I did download the book. So the first book is called Red Rising, and I think there's like a series. Yeah, right? I, think I don't so think too. they're I think all it's a called trilogy. Red. Okay, they're, they're not all, all called Red Rising, Rising but they're different things. Yeah. But the first one is called Red Rising. Got yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, it's set in like this dystopian society As is where tradition. I think that people, and again, you, I, I might be completely wrong, but I believe that these people, like there's 14 different casts that people are like broken into. Like and there's factions, this like, like a cast yeah, like, like a yeah, like a faction, different groups, kind of like um, like a Hunger Games, Hunger sort of Games, thing. Yeah. and uh, what's that other one in in Mocking Jay, Harry Potter. No, it's a Lord of the Rings. In, indulge. Indignious. No, in, oh, I know what you're talking about. The one with that girl I like. Shailene oh, Woodley. Oh, this is going Shailene, well. Shailene Woodley. What's, what's her, her? What's that book called? Invictus. No. <laughs> I think this is a football movie. <laughs> Whatever. There was like factions in that one yeah. too. That Indigo were, girls. Like, and I think a lot of times that sort of Insurgents? dystopian. No. Sorry. Keep going, Jeff. I'm Uh-oh. sorry, Jeff. No, we're gonna wait now. We're gonna take a <laughs> quick break. <laughs> Shailene. I'm just looking up Shailene Woodley. Why is Aaron Rodgers? The Descendants. No. <laughs> That's a cartoon. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> Was that a Nickelodeon? <laughs> Damn. She's How have you guys not figured this out yet? I don't know. Lady. Divergent. Diver- Divergent. Oh, That's what I was totally wrong. Divergent. Divergent. What did you say? Insurgents? Yeah. Insurgents. <laughs> I said a lot of things. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> okay. Yes, I yelled fire. I yelled a lot of All things. All right. We'll zip our traps. <laughs> okay. Dystopian society. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Poor anyway, you can't even. So this is like most of these dystopian books, right? There's always yeah. this thing: people broken up, society right. fighting yeah. back. I like sort those of kind of books. I will, um, I will read this. Yeah, so I'm excited to oh. to, to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I did also read. Uh, Jamie Stegmaier has kind of acknowledged that he spent a long time. I don't know, working directly with Pierce Brown or the publisher, but spending years trying to get the IP for this game because like, can I have it it's no. yeah they're can like, I get no. It? no what about now no like <laughs> like I wonder if he had to build up his reputation to become yeah. cool enough to then yeah. be like oh okay I designed Viticulture no yeah no I designed Euphoria no no what Charterstone no, no. So Scythe Tabish no. no get no. out of here <laughs> so now apparently they've uh, they've they, he's been cool enough to now get My this job. IP <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so this is a I, I would call it maybe in in the category of a filler plus 
All right, oh, maybe filler plus plus. I knew it was light. Like, I didn't yes, know it was that. Not, wow, it's fillerish. Eight. Yeah, because it's it's a forty five minute game. Look at chump. Um, <laughs> and so it's a card game, hand management. It plays one to six, which is nice. That's cool. I would say the top end would be about an hour. So maybe it's like a filler plus. So like plus with six, game it would minus. probably take an hour. Does yeah. it take longer with more players, or is it? It would take longer with more players. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I I don't think there's a lot that would. You have to reach these certain conditions, and I don't think that would go faster. With, Did you say with one people. to six, so you can solo it? Yeah, you can solo. Oh. I, I think normally with their autonomy oh, sort they, of thing. The, yeah. I know Stolmeyer does really good with their solo. Yeah. At least providing a solo. I don't know how the solo is. David Tercy design it, maybe? Maybe. Huh. That, that designs everything. He's on every box, pretty much, yeah, now. I know. So, yeah. so in this... So again, from my understanding, I don't know, but there are different, these different factions and there's 14 different uh, factions and those are broken down in the game into a color system. So each um, faction is a different color. So there's 14 colors, gold being the, the cards, uh, the cards with the most, there's 21 gold cards and then there's seven of each of the other colors. 21 so gold card salute. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so um, the players represent a house. So you start as like, you're a house. Okay. And you're trying to rise to power by collecting the best set of followers. Okay. Okay. Which are the cards. Okay. So the cards are people and you're collecting them and the people are the different colored cards. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um, so you begin the game with a hand of five cards and your house tile. Your house tile gives you a cool ability. Yes. That different you can than use yours? The game. Yes. Cool. Yeah. So everybody has a different <laughs> ability. Um, on your turn, all you're doing, the rules are very simple. It take, takes a very short amount of time to explain. Okay. On your turn, all you're doing is you're choosing a card from your hand and you're playing it to one of the four locations that are on the board. <clears throat> Each card usually has like an action that you perform. It's called a deploy action. So mm. as soon as you put it down, you then take the action that's on the card, which might do things like have you draw a card from a different pile, move cards around, have you take a helium or move up on these different tracks. It just tells you what to do. So you okay. play it and you do it. Action. Yep. And then after you take the card action, you take another card from the other th any of the other three locations. So if I played it on the helium tracker, Mars, if I played my card on Mars, I would pick from the other three to then bring my hand back up to five. So I'm playing a card and I'm picking another card. Wow. That's you, all you I'm never, doing. You just never pick a card from the location where you played. Yeah, because then you'd be taking that because you could only take the top card. So there might yeah. be like a stack of cards. So you're only taking oh, the so top Oh, so you'd be one. taking your you'd be, own. You can't take yeah, the yeah, same one, right? Um, it is, it's that simple in terms of the rules. Wow. You know, there's there's some little bit of things like what what is this like language mean on the cards, but it's, it's really simple. Okay. And... The actions that you take on the four different um, locations that you could take when you take a card would be like, you know, so there's these things called gaining helium, which is like the one resource. You can move up this fleet track. Again, I don't know what these symbolize. I don't know if helium is some it's gotta be, resource yeah, or book, something, right? right? Some, so yeah. some deal. I, from what I've read, this this is a very good interpretation of the of the book. Like oh, okay. it, it, People who read the book, I think, get a little more out of this game. Of which, course. Yeah. So you can move up on this track, gain helium, or you can gain influence. So the influence would be this... Um, kind of area majority. So you have the track system, you have the resource gathering, you kind of have this area majority of, of influence. Or the last one is you can gain uh, the sovereign token. When you gain the sovereign token, you activate your special ability. Okay. So one location gives me helium, one gives me the track, one gives me influence, and one gives me the sovereign token. The sovereign token would activate my power. Right then or next turn? Right then. Oh, cool. So that's pretty cool. It's a cool with timing. And uh, you do that over and over and over again. So you're just going around and around until... Um, the three conditions are met, which have to do with helium, the track, and the influence. Okay. So you have to have seven. It basically get to seven of each of those things. Sure. So as soon as everybody, as one person gets to 
to two of them or everybody gets to all three of them, it, then it ends, right? Mm -hmm. And then what you're doing at the end to total up your points is you're taking all the cards that are in your hand and you're getting points just through those. So all the cards have a core value. It's like in the top left, you know, just like core value, 5, 10, 20 points or whatever. And then most of the cards, if not almost all of them, have a way to earn bonus points on the bottom, which basically relates to other cards that are in your hand. So this card, this one card might oh. be 30 points or 15 points for the base, right? So you get 15 points no matter what. And on the bottom, it says you get an additional 15 points if there's a red card in your hand. Oh, so you're looking into stuff. So you're trying to, to play the game of what's the best combination with the cards that you can find. Yeah. Or this card doesn't can't be with this specific name or you get more points if you have the most helium oh, so out of like, anybody. Okay, I'll play that card now. I get that out of my hand. Yeah, so there's score. Yeah, there's this whole exchange system sort of how do you create the best synergy with the cards that you have in your hand cuz those are the only ones that are going to score. Okay. Um you do get points for like helium and the track and the influence what about as the well. Fox? Have you talked about the fox? The fox holds the helium. Ah, oh, that's oh. that's helium. Yeah, the helium Ooh. are the generic looking gems that like you know how the gems are in every yep. single game like Istanbul. Yep. They're the Istanbul gems are just held in the fox head. Do we know the significance of the fox? No. Okay. Something with the book, obviously. Something with the book. Yeah. I would think, right? Maybe the fox is what does full the fox of helium. Say, though? I, I, ugh. I think there's a it says ugh. <laughs> that's a terrible. The fox ugh. sounds like Natalie. Ugh. <laughs> so, I want to eat that pizza pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you my thoughts. <laughs> I so I played this a couple times now, and overall I've really enjoyed it because I've also I've gone into the game understanding that this is a a filler plus a forty five minute game. It is not deep, rich in strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because it is a card game. Yep. I'm playing cards, um, and with card games you inherently have luck. Randomness. Right. And stuff it like is that. super simple to teach, which makes it very. I, I'll never have to look at the rules again. At game night, we could probably put on the table and play it in 30 minutes. Um, the first game took a little longer because we didn't really know what the cards are going to say. Right now, we get yeah. an, now we have an idea of what these cards are going to say, how yeah, to play to them, for. how to move them around. Yeah. But the first game, we were reading cards a lot, so it was we were kind of sitting by ourselves reading. Sure. What um, does this do? So know that going in the first play, you might you're going to spend spend some time just reading, Natalie. Reading. Yeah. I See, like I reading. read. I read a lot. Um, <laughs> and the you read books though yeah so yep. the production which I, I showed you guys the box yesterday the, the production of the collector edition i think is is very good oh man it looks um, so cool yeah it, the nice. artwork is awesome the there's this with the gold faction has these like kind of gold foil on it uh, yeah it just looks like beautiful yeah it looks like collector cards yeah like, that you would get from you know what i mean like like it's, it's like you almost don't want to like play with them you just want to yeah. like, hang them up right <laughs> yeah, it's like beautiful. Put them in a there are some book, like some people card. have complained a little bit about the. There's two faction colors. Um, oh, they look similar. Cubes that look really similar. Okay, that, that that's a nitpick. Is it like a I'm turquoise and a teal. No, it's like a gold and a yellow ish uh, that are very close. Um, but those those things, the cubes that you're playing to the influence track are like are metal and like heavy that and nice so and chunky. Awesome. Lifting those was like yeah. it was struggle because I weak. did. If you are <laughs> someone who cool. has this game, if you have Red Rising and you store it vertically. The insert is not good because they the cubes you, fall though, out. Bro. But someone oh. figured out that if you take the insert out and you literally turn it 180 degrees, put it back in the box, and then put it in, nothing falls out. So if you are out there and you have it Red did. Rising and things are falling out. Wait a out, minute. Some rando figured that out? It was on Board Game Geek. Someone oh, was like, here's I thought what it was you like do. in the rules. Like, no. by the way, if you want to store it vertically. No, it was like some that. guy, it was like, just turn it over. I, he's <laughs> oh, like, I never had a problem. So then yesterday I took it out. Rando figured that out. What a stupid idiot. Sounds like a smart rando. Idiot. 
freaking non. What a dumbass yeah, non mother. Maybe I should start flipping my answers around. Maybe, yeah. that, maybe wow. that's the way to go. Non is on to something. Okay. Um, so, like I said earlier, obviously, non like <laughs> Red Rising is just it's it's built. There's good and bad to variability, right? With just yeah. this massive. There's 112 cards. Okay, so that means things are gonna feel varied all the time. How many it's, cards are you seeing per game on average? So here's the thing is it if if you're not one of the actions you can do instead of taking from one of the piles is draw a card off the top. Okay. If you're not taking cards off the top um, or adding cards, you're literally just exchanging cards that people have. Right. Because you're so taking you the face need, up ones, right? So last game I, I took a lot of off the top because I wanted to see more cards and just see that. So I yeah. think that's a big strategy. I think doing that brings more cards in the game, but you're not going through half of them in a game. Well, you stomped on their faces, so that must I be did. A yeah. So maybe that's it. You just pull cards. Mm, pull cards. So, so I don't. You definitely don't go through half of them. I would say. Um, okay. In a game, so that's you're you're not seeing half every game, which which means there's a lot of variability, but also means there's just a lot of luck because again, it's a card game. So yes, I might get a card that is best for me right away. Sure. But I'm probably not going to get the five best cards right away, which means that I have to play the game. Right. I have to ex- play the exchange game um, because the the deploy powers are good. You have to do the deploy powers. To like move up on tracks to get influence to do this kind of stuff. So playing the exchange game is fun, even with the randomness. Well, plus you you're seeing cards. I'm gonna guess if you have a card in your hand that says I get 30 points if I have this thing. You know, uh, Natalie doesn't know you have that card, and so she discards a card, and then you're yeah. like, oh, that's, the you're like that's the one I need. That's the one I need. I'll yeah. go to this location, pick that card up, and now I yep. got it. Right? Yeah. And there's other things. There's like a, a an action at some point that'll let you like banish cards. You can get rid of cards. Like if I know that. You know, this this card is sweet. It has a great deploy action. I just put it down. Someone's going to take it. Let me banish it instead kind of thing. You you can kind of play the person that's going next. You can kind of influence their turn a lot yeah. because you can move cards or do things like that. So overall, it's like the randomness doesn't bother me because it, it's a 45-minute game. It's a card-based game, and it's I like the puzzle of creating the synergy. Okay. Even if, like, the first game I did really bad. The second game I did really good. But both times I was enjoying that puzzle of just trying to create the best. And now I know, like, what do I need to have in my hand that's that's a good number, right? So now I know that. Okay. So I understand that people will probably get mad at the randomness, might get mad at the maybe your power for your your tile doesn't isn't the best, but it's just fun. It's quick. Like yeah. it's quick and it's fun. So yeah. I, well, I, I like mean, it. If people know that going in, then stay away from it. If you, yeah. You know, if you yeah. know you you don't want a game that has randomness, don't play this you know and if you um there's gonna be a lot of people that don't care yeah i think this game will will show up (laughs) will like i'll carry it to game night a lot because because the 45 minutes yeah because it's it's more than um it's it's more than just a filler so it's got a little more in 45 minutes which is nice and main game well that's like yeah main i didn't know anything about this game except the name of it and that it was based on a book but like Mm -hmm. The fact that it's a filler plus and it's shorter is very appealing. Yep, agreed. And yeah, that's what we're into right now. And also, the I didn't think it was going to be um, that light based on like how the box looks and like oh, the yeah, components because it looks so nice. How would this be with two? So with two, all right. So the McMeeples have played this a lot with two. I don't want to say a lot. Okay, I thought it was. Them. Um, I I've sp- I spoke with somebody. I was going to guess it was Sam. Yeah. He's he him and Michaela. I think are reading the books. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he, he was the one that I think it was him that told me. He was like, the game is good. He's like, 
after reading the books, I'm having so much more yeah. fun with oh, it. Oh, like, because he's like connect it. To yeah, because he's like connecting yeah. the game with the books. He's like, it's not the you know, it's not like it's not going to win like number one game of all time on Board Game Geek right. or yeah. anything like that. He's like, and it's not meant to. He's like, but the fact that I'm reading the book along with the game is just making it so much more fun. And I was kind of like, I want to do that. Yeah, that's cool. You Stupid got the McMeeple? book? Come on, McMeeple. Well, I got the book. On yeah, Kindle? I bought the book. You got to read it. I don't read books. Yeah. I do. I just finished but it. I, I, so I don't know. I, I think the downside for two would be you're not seeing as many cards. So you're okay. probably getting yeah. through a very small number of cards in Do you in think we still have fun, though? Yeah. I Plus, it's cool that it plays up to six. So that's like a game you can bring, you know, when you have like a bigger game. Yeah. We're buy maybe, next, maybe next no, recording, I'll bring it? it over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's bring it over. We'll play. probably just buy it. How much is it? It's like $800. Stop. Yeah. How well, much is a banana? What, $10? What, <laughs> $10? <laughs> well, if you you get that one, you got to buy, like, it's 800 bucks. We get that, and you get, like, 30 yeah. other games. Okay. So yeah, you, you just have to pick the 30 other games. You I can know, do that. It can I be any can games. Yeah. All right, Jeff, I'm going to ask you the hard question right now. Oh. The hard-hitting question. You have now played Viticulture, Euphoria. Actually, I think you own all these. Viticulture, Euphoria. You don't own Scythe, right? No, you do own Scythe. I don't own Scythe, but oh it's in the goodness. mail, and it's coming soon. It's coming soon. Jeff, buy Scythe. <laughs> oh. Scythe. You've played Pendulum. You've played, but well, okay. I'm not necessarily going Stegmire. I'm going Stonemire. Yeah. Right. So you've played between. I two think cities. I've played you've all played the Stonemire two games. Castles of Mad King Ludwig. You have now played Red Rising. Can you? Do you know what I'm Name about to ask you? My top, my or just my favorite Stonemire. Can game. you do it? Hmm. Okay. So <laughs> I think that I might have a tie. I think Euphoria and. Um, Tapestry are my two favorite Stonemaier games. Euphoria was so Euphoria, fun. That play of Euphoria that was a great was like, play. Yeah, I think oh. Euphoria and Tapestry are if my favorite. If that was a good game with two players, I would have bought it that second. I yeah. had it in my cart, that and the expansion. And then I was like, oh, I don't know if it's good with two. Okay, so Euphoria is tied with Tapestry. Is it more yeah. of like whichever one I played last is probably whichever one I like better? Yeah, probably. All right. I really like both of those. Jamie might listen to this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. I don't even care. Which one is your least favorite? Probably Pendulum. Really, I think okay. so. Yeah, um, I still liked it. It's weird. Like all of these these Stonemaier games, none of them are which we talked about. None of them are my top ten. Yeah. So not like yeah, they're yeah, not. Yeah. But I would say that the majority of those. So Euphoria, Tapestry, Wingspan, Charter, um, Charter. They're probably in the top seventy. Mm-hmm. Like you know, which they're, is still they're really good. which is still really good for being there, right? And with, with them, with it not creeping really into the twenty or thirty, in right? There, right? There's not no. one where I'm like, this game blows. Yeah, this game, right? You know, and and even like like Wingspan is a top fifty. It's a good game, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, but I think Pendulum. It's just one that I know I probably won't play as much as the other ones. I won't reach for it as quickly as the other ones. Okay. Yeah. So Euphoria and Tapestry at the top. At the top, Pendulum at the bottom. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I have not played. Of these games, I haven't played Pendulum. I haven't played Red Rising. I haven't played Charterstone. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we haven't played Castles of Mad King Ludwig, but we've played both Mad King Ludwig yeah, and Castles right. of, yeah. and Between Two Cities. Yeah, yeah it's, it, cool. if you play Between Two Cities, it's it's the same. I just, yeah. I just want to say so. earlier, because I am just talking, even though I don't know what I'm talking about, I said that the, <laughs> okay. the yep. books were a trilogy, but they're not. There's five books. Okay. Ooh, yeah, I thought a there was a lot trilogy of Trilogy I thought it was two. a series. I knew yeah. that. Yeah. And it's they're very popular. What's a trilogy of five books called? <laughs> a quintuplogy. A quintuplogy. A quinology. A pentology. Maybe it's that, that one. That sounds good. Let's go with that one. Let's go with that. That's what it is for sure. It sounds like Get a... that pentology. Get that. <laughs> oh, God. Jeff look what you've done. Loves that 
pendulum. <laughs> I know he doesn't. Oh, wait, no, he no, hates no. that pendulum. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So that's Red Rising. Yeah, Red Rising by Stonemeyer Games, developed or designed by Stegmeyer, right? Yep. Is it Stegmeyer and design? there's there's another name on it. Sorry, other name. Oh, okay. Sorry, other name. Stegmeyer design, other name. Stegmeyer and other name design. Yeah. <laughs> published other by Stonemeyer. So know. Friday night, Natalie and I ventured out into the wilderness looking for a group of gamers for Natalie to mercilessly insult about their age over oh and God. over and over again, and we stumbled upon a wild I MC Dave MC and a couple measles. We started the night with a quarter game of Darlings of Eastern Town and ended with 50% of Uwe Rosenberg's Bonanza. Yes, all told, we were there about five hours and played a combined total of 75% of one game, <laughs> which is being generous. Game nights with your friends typically tends to be talking, taking the lead task, with games taking a back seat. I truly think the rules explanation of Cones of Dunshire was longer than our actual playtime, but you know what? It was fun. Hanging with it the was. couple's Mies and the mighty True Oak was the primary focus of the fun, and the games were a secondary player. However, we have talked over and over and over on this show about how much we absolutely love Bonanza, but I don't know that we ever actually featured it in a review. And if Jeff says, yeah, we did, that ruins no. everything. Okay, hopefully, thank you. I don't you. think we um, I don't know. Who knows? If we have, whoops, here we go again. <laughs> so, if I don't you've ever podcasts. played an Uwe Rosenberg <laughs> game before, you know all about this game. You're essentially placing your workers on the board, trying to accumulate the majority in barley and peppermint, which you sell to the blacksmith so you can dredge your moat around the farm most efficiently. The burrows you barter from the merchant space allow you to carry more and more Wrong resources game. in your saddlebags, <laughs> which means greater tools to be constructed more quickly, which will produce the biggest yield come the harvest, which allows about? for pigs, bison, and yak meeples to settle in your thicket spaces. At the end of the game, whoever produced the most pumpkin wine, along with points <laughs> equal to squares you in your doing? largest fenced-in gorilla pen will be the winner it's a bonanza he's making up an uve game <laughs> right that's it, it. Isn't that like generic uve yeah. game just kidding this is a negotiation card game about beans <laughs> yep <laughs> yes yeah, everything uve you uve thought game you knew is. about uve rosenberg out the window other than farming i guess because it's a bean you're, yeah. you're bean farming. this is this his first i th it's if it's not his first design it's one of his first designs it's the yeah. first one listed on board game geek but he might have a credit of something sure. else before mm -hmm. that you know Pop that, that lists like notable games you know what'd you say mm -hmm. pops his Cherry. This wow. game popped his cherry. <laughs> it popped. <laughs> in Bonanza, the goal of the game is to have the most coins or points, right? After the main deck of cards run out three times, the game ends and the player with the most coins is the winner. How do you get coins, you ask? Well, it's so simple. All you have to do is plant bean cards into your two bean fields. Have enough of the same type of bean in a field, dig it up for coins. You see, uh, you have two fields in front of you. Each field can only hold one type of bean card. So if you put a stink bean in a field one, that field can now only hold stink beans. If I plant enough stink bean cards, I will earn, I'll start to earn coins that I will collect and uh, when I ultimately decide to dig up that field and plant a new bean there. How do you get and plant the bean cards? Well, you start with five of them in your hand. And on your turn, you must plant the first bean card in your hand onto one of your two fields in front of you. If those fields already have beans in front of, or beans in them, hopefully the card you're planting is the same type as one of those two. In which case, you'll just place it on top. However, if that card that you must plant is of a different type, you must dig up one of your two bean fields already, scoring uh, the bean field if it were if there were enough cards of that type. And then you plant the new bean card in its space. Yes, the trick to this game is that the cards in your hand cannot change position, which is when you first play it is like a weird concept. Because typically the you first thing like I do when I take a hand together. of cards is I order them. Yeah. Right, whatever looks most normal. You can't do that in Bonanza. And this is the core of the game. Uh, when it comes to your turn, 
whichever card happens to be in front of you, in the front of your hand, must be planted. Because most of the time, uh, the card you have in the front of your hand does not match the card in your fields. And the cards in your fields don't have enough to score coins. So you don't want to be forced to dig up a field that scores no coins as what a waste of time that was. So how do you get that third card in your hand, which does match the bean planted in your first field, to the card in the front of your hand by the time it gets to your turn. Why? By negotiating and trading, of course. Yes, at its heart, Bonanza is a negotiation and trading game. Only deals with the active player are allowed. Cards that have been traded this round are not allowed to be used in future trades. Cards in your field are not allowed to be traded. Other than that, you can pretty much trade any way you want to. All the cards in my hand are up for grabs, as are all the cards in your hand. If you're playing with five or more people, which is really the way I recommend you play, yeah. Less than five is not, yes. it's not really quite that. As I mean, it, it, you can do it. Four would be like an absolute minimum. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You do not want to play with three. Four is like, if you like, if all four of you like that's your favorite game, you know, maybe you yeah. play with four. When the, the four of us play a game can... night, it's awesome because the four of us have played it so many times that it's just like okay. fun. Yeah. But that's a great ending game night because someone else will jump in yes, for a Yes, absolutely. But, but yeah. typically, yeah. it goes up to seven, I believe. And I think you... If you could play it with seven, wow, awesome. But yeah. seven, six, and five are, are the more are people the way you have I to negotiate with that are, you know, chattering at the table, the more fun it is. Yes, exactly. So all of those other people on your turn can trade with you and only you. Have two cards in the front spaces of your hand that you really don't want to be there? Trade with someone on their turn to get those cards out of your hand, making that third card that does match your field now it's in the front ready to be played when your turn comes around. The trading is the best part about the game. It's so much fun to make deals. All the bean cards in the game have a number at the top, which tells you how many of that card are in the deck, which essentially equates to the value, okay? So there are 20 blue beans in the deck, for instance, and only eight red beans. So trading a single blue bean for a single red bean is probably not a super great deal. So players can trade multiple cards. They can make future deals that aren't binding. They even give away cards sometimes, all for that meta game experience, right? Hey, remember when I just gave you that blue bean card earlier and use that as leverage for future <laughs> mm -hmm. deals and it all works together so awesome this game was near the top of all three of our uve lists uh in the last couple episodes two episodes yep. ago i think just because of how simply awesome it is we all love this game probably equally yeah i think we all all three of us it's like so love fun. this yeah. game and, like i've played this this is one of like the earlier games you introduced me to and i love it just as much now yeah just we just played it and we only played half of it it was so it's so fun, fun talking about what business you're gonna get oh, into yeah. and you know <laughs> yeah. no chili bean business. no chili bean business <laughs> what business you're gonna get into anyway it's a filler plus i would say it takes a bit longer than an hour or so to get through but the entire thing is just like a super fun like really wild ride of negotiating trading sometimes a bit of backstabbing and every game <laughs> is filled with laughter and enjoyment every time yeah there's honestly not much i really dislike about the game other than maybe if i had to nitpick i would say it can sometimes go on a little bit long. Mm. But typically, if you're playing with the right group, which we normally do with this game, it doesn't matter. Going a little long right, is fine because fun. you're having a blast. <laughs> yeah. But if for whatever reason it's not like clicking with everyone, yeah. it can take a little bit. If your game longer. group is a lot more serious and you they're playing very serious games, yeah, and you bring this like, out, it might feel like this game is dragging. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're having fun and and again, when it plays seven, that's close. That's close to like a good party game, yep. right? You're, oh, you know, yeah. An hour when you're laughing and having fun goes by very quickly. Super quick. But when, yeah, when if a couple people at the table are being miserable about it, it's going to be like, oh, God, here we and go. And that can happen because yeah. it seems like trading, negotiation, it seems like, and Natalie can attest to this too, that 
some people love that or hate that. Yeah. And so and it can I be hard to find a group of people sometimes where not where you know maybe one of them doesn't like it as much. Luckily, our group, everyone loves this game. Yeah. This game, I I don't really like trading or like negotiation games that much. Um, but I love this one and I was trying to think like why do I like this and not other ones? And I think part of it is this one it's you're not like paying for anything like i'm trying to think like chinatown i don't remember exactly like how the chinatown you can make trades and deals with everybody at any time the whole time so it's a free for all that's like an open negotiation right maybe i thought you at one point you said you like the structure of bonanza because everybody is only allowed to make trades with the person whose turn it is yeah i do like that i also feel like in Bonanza, like in other games, I kind of just like, I don't know if am I making a bad deal? Should I do this? Should I not do this? And I get like stressed out about it yeah. because I don't know if I'm like doing something stupid, yeah. you know, and like really benefiting someone else. And then I'm not benefiting myself so much. But Bonanza, for some reason, it's one, it's not as like serious. And two, it like kind of clicks because like it's it's so simple that it's clear. Like, like if I have play this card next, I'm going to have to dig this up and, and yeah. forfeit these points, points. so right. i'm gonna try my hardest to get rid of this but also still try to benefit myself and it just makes a lot more sense and you to can me. clearly see what you're trading someone else because everyone's right. everyone's beans are in the open yeah and so when you're like negotiating with people everyone's beans, <laughs> the beans. Everyone's beans, beans are in the open, open. <laughs> they get your beans off the table <laughs> cover up your beans man <laughs> cover up your beans they're in the open but yeah when you're like negotiating with people i feel like it's much easier for me to to just to make a decision and decide if I feel like it's a good deal or not a good yeah. deal, and it's not as stressful, you know, it's more just fun and silly, and well, also because you have to plant the beans that are traded to you, right? So it's not like you're making some like three way deal where like I trade Jeff a bean and he's like, okay, sweet, I really wanted this because I'm going to get a better deal with her. You can't do that. Right. If I trade a bean card to Jeff, we both have to plant those at the yeah. end of the round, right? You know what I mean? So I can understand how it's it's simpler. I don't know he. It's a classic. It is. I think. That's a yeah, it's a I agree. you know a what do you say like a modern classic. It's like a modern mm-hmm. classic game. If you haven't played Bonanza, I would highly recommend it. Do you guys have anything else to say about how awesome the game is before I think it, I think it's just a, it's earn? a perfect game to have in your collection. It, it's if you get it, it will just stay in your collection. Yeah. And whether you play it once a year or 30 times a year, yeah. you're going to have a blast. I mean, it's just cards. And, and it, yeah, it's a game to just have. I think we should create a series called Game Casters Essentials. Ooh. Ooh. I think this would be okay. the first collection essential Yeah. Okay. in our series. I think another like point in this game's shelf. favor yeah. is that it's very easy to explain and quick. And even if like somebody's like kind of like, what? After you explain it, you just start playing it and you instantly like get it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's very intuitive yeah it's not a game the only thing i could see that could trip people up there's a couple little things like if you have two fields in front of you one of them has one bean card one has multiple it yeah people, people forget always forget that, that you, you must yeah. dig up the one that has multiple cards yeah, for the yeah. single card yeah you know but like it, other than that it's pretty but that's something you just remind people as you yeah. play that's not so new segment idea is happen. that's gonna happen soon we're gonna we're gonna do a segment called game casters essentials, essentials. Ooh, is and there we'll, a song we'll figure one out yeah we'll figure <laughs> it out. it's gonna be something like i like to eat eat yeah eat eat that pizza <laughs> 
I essentially it's like essential. to eat the pizza. It's essential. <laughs> I know. I was like, where's the pizza? Is essential. Where's essential. the essential? It's part. essential. So I'm putting Bonanza as the first Gamecasters essential game. We all agree. Whoa. We all have to agree. We all agree that Bonanza sh- belongs in your collection. Do we need to have? Yes. Do we need yes, to have like a formal, like the a eyes hearing? have it? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I okay. think. Should okay. it be majority or should it be no, unanimous? I think it needs to be unanimous. I think it has to be unanimous. So Bonanza is our first Game Casters collection essential. Wow. Even 60, how many episodes are we in? Five 65. episodes in, new things are happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you Tell thought we were complacent? <laughs> Buy our merchandise. You thought it was all be about a pizza? Uh, no, <laughs> we do more things than eat pizza and listen to books. Yeah. <laughs> listen to books. In your face, books. <laughs> Stupid ass books. Stupid ass books. And people have all these books on shelves, like their book, like their reading trophies. Yeah, we right. get it. You read a book. Oh wow! Cool. Big strong man. Oh, too cool. I like books. You know all the letters. Alex <laughs> 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 oh, defending man. it like we're I know. Like, like we're serious. Uh, guys, like I read books. Jeez, like, I know. Jeez, guys. Jeez. I'm a book reader. <laughs> what else you got, Jeff? What have you been playing, man? All right. Let me tell you what I've been playing before I tell you what I've been playing. Oh. Oh, okay. I played the initiative. We are now yeah, four it. into the initiative, oh, which right. you guys talked about last. last yes, That's you guys right. talked about last episode. Devin and I played it that week after we recorded and then played it once again on Friday night. So we're four in and are enjoying it a lot. Okay, what are do your thoughts mirror ours in some way? Yeah, I would say I think you hate the board more than we hate the board. Yeah. The board game, but it's not it's not the exciting part for sure. Yeah. The yeah. exciting part is reading the comic, um, flipping the secret cards. Doing a little puzzles yeah, the after, on the secret after card. The that game part is, is the right, cool the thing. After the game is the cool um, stuff. We have, we finished a couple, and we we're like, all right, do we do we have everything we're supposed to have? Which I think is is a cool feeling for that game. Like we we feel like we solved the little puzzle, but we go, all right, well, is that it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Every time, is there going to be something amazing, or is it like, all right, you have this little puzzle, like and now it's going to build up? So I kind of I like the feeling of not knowing if I have every single thing solved. Yeah. But also, um having something accomplished at the end of every one is very cool. Yeah. Uh, so far through the first four, there's been something that you kind of learn every single time or uncover every single time. So that's been really fun. And that, that like just fits into games that we like love. Like we love detective and chronicles of crime and unlocks and, and exits. And, and this just kind of goes right into our like wheelhouse. And yep. it's, it's so it's fun and, and it's cooperative. So we played, which kind of, this is a, a tick in Devin's, uh, um, I don't know, box. Anyway, but so we played three on on a Wednesday night, which is our normal game night. Okay. We played three of them on Wednesday, and she was like, "Well, I think I'd rather like play a game on Wednesday and then sprinkle this throughout the week, like for a half an hour." I'm like, "Okay, that's awesome because wow. now we're playing games more on yeah. Wednesday and then moron. and then yeah, games moron. moron moron Dave." Um, <laughs> So last Wednesday we played another game that you guys talked about recently called Lost Ruins of Arnak. Oh baby! Oh. And boy, did that game hit for both of us. It's good, right? It's, it's good. good. It's that is a resounding. Uh, that's up for the. Does uh, anyone not like that? Is that game? up for some award? It is. We'll talk about that later. Cool. But does anyone um, not like that game? I feel like everybody it's, seems. To... I have not. Yeah, I haven't come across yeah. anyone who hasn't really liked. Yeah, it. Yeah, no, obviously, there people are like, well, it's okay, but man, it's yeah. it's very nobody's hype. like it's real there. Yeah, I think yeah. the hype is deserved. Yeah. Maybe after right. a couple more plays, maybe it'll be an essential. 
It could be. Cool. It could it, be. It's, we got to get more plays, right? right? Essential. I do have a couple other ideas that I think we will all unanimously agree okay. on for game What if, man, what if every episode maybe we talk about adding one? That's what I'm saying. I think yeah. it's, this is going to be a new segment. A segment. Oh. We're going to like go through now I get a it. game casters. <laughs> now I get it. That's oh, on the same page now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we had to oh. hear it. We had to read it. Yeah. Oh. to hear it. Oh, when okay. I hear it back, I understand it now. <laughs> okay. But I want to talk about another game that I play. I've played a couple times now that I need to. Get off I have chest. feelings about this. Oh, baby. Oh. And it's, uh, this game is called Heaven and Ale. And I've wanted to play Heaven and Ale for a long time. Yeah, me too. It's always been one of that, those games. I, I wouldn't necessarily call it like a grail game, but a yeah. game where I would see and I'd walk around the store with it in my hand. Yeah. And then yeah. I'd put it back. Yeah. And yeah. then I'd walk around with it again and I'd look it up online and be like, oh, it's a deal. And then I'd be like, oh, maybe I'll buy it. And I never did. And I just, it just kept slipping through my fingers all the time. And, uh, Bill got it in our game group and he came over a few Fridays ago and we played it and then he picked it again in a game night. So I've played it a couple times and uh, I have, I, uh, okay. Uh-oh. So oh, I need to begin by saying that I suck at this game. That's what I kind of thought the Uh-oh. UG was about. It is, like, uh, I'm good, not 100% sure that I've sucked at a game this bad in my life. I have not sucked really? so hard and really? so bad. It's that at since, a game. Uh, since the Feld game that we played, uh, Roma. Since Roma, yes, too. <laughs> since Roma, that game. I think that game sucked. <laughs> it wasn't you, but I also sucked at that game. Uh. Um, I actually, well, I couldn't get eliminated in this game, so I lasted the okay. entire game. That's so that was cool. Um, <laughs> or did that make it worse? Would you have rather been eliminated? Because you don't know until the end, right? So this is a a, a lot of end game scoring. I can see that other people are getting some of the goals before me in this game, but I don't necessarily know how far ahead they are than I am. Uh, So I want to start by saying I think this is a a good game. I think the mechanisms in this game are good, and I think that it's not broken. I think it's my fault. I think I am broken while I play this game. Yeah, it's smarter than you, one of those This game is smarter than me right now. So, in in Heaven and Ale, you are in charge of an ancient monastery and its brewery. Oh, which okay, I, it has a brewery. I'm really not 100 percent sure that's a thing. All right, or if no, it's I just, think I think oh. alcohol in like the like in the in the church was a thing. Yeah, so well, they drink wine, the yeah, blood of Christ. So, yeah. that's so why I get it. Heaven the booze is the body is of like the there churchy <laughs> stuff, <laughs> yes. and then the ale yep. is the brewery. Exactly, yeah. heaven churchy stuff, not and ale the brewery. Yep. Yeah, so that's it. But there's you know so within your uh, so you start with this player board, right? And this player board um, is a big hex map. Okay. And um, you, it's the hex map is split into two sides. Okay, there's the light side and the shady side. Okay. okay? And overall, what you're shady. trying to do is you're just trying to make the, the best slash most beer. Okay, which I didn't do because I'm fucking terrible. Okay, <laughs> so um, <laughs> there is a track around the outside of your own player board that keeps track of your ingredients for the beer and your brewmaster. So okay. throughout the game, you're trying to increase the number of ingredients you have mm-hmm. as far as you can and move your brewmaster up as far as you can yeah. along this track. I'll kind of explain why that matters in, in, in a minute, but that's kind of what your player board looks like, the map and the tracks. And they all start in different places. So you start with less hops than you do wheat or I don't know what the other one's, brown, Bar- barley. barley who, there's these like bunch of different things. So you start, they start in different areas, which is, which is kind of different um, and create some different strategy. But okay. the main board is a circle or an oval probably uh, with uh, hex pieces that you're essentially going to add to your board. 
Okay. So as you move around there, you take these and you add them. Um, it's like a uh, Takedo or high rise um, sort of mechanism where you can move as you far forward until, yeah. as oh. you want, but you can never move backwards. Mm -hmm. So then Agizia. the space you stop at, yeah, yep, Agizia. The space you stop at, you uh, take the hex that's on there and you place it onto your player board. So you either place it on the light side or the shady side. Okay. Each um, sounds pretty shady. Tile, yeah. Each tile on the light side will eventually produce ingredients. The ingredient that's on the tile. Okay. And the shady side will produce money for you, Ooh. which is super tight because placing. Um, tiles on the ingredient side cost double what the value is because all the tiles are valued one through five. Okay. So if I grabbed a one hop tile and I placed it on the hop side, it would cost two bucks. If I placed it on the money side, it would cost one buck. Okay. Um, and money is super tight. And, you know, I, I, maybe it's not, but I suck. So I don't know. Um, <laughs> so as you're placing tiles, you eventually surround these areas. Think of like, like a cloister almost like yeah. there's the farm okay. in the middle sort of there's area around and you surround it with the six hexes right okay. yeah um and as soon as you surround that you essentially activate that farm or whatever okay and that farm activates the tiles around it so you don't activate as soon as you place it Understood. you activate those tiles when you um encircle one of these little farm areas so that will let you then so let's say i i encircled one on the entire left side the light side of the board I would then take all the ingredients that are surrounding that thing and I would move them up that amount of spaces. Maybe okay. I have a five wheat and I move it up five and so on. If it was on the, the shady side, I would get a bunch of money. And there are some fields that are right in the middle, which produce some money and some ingredients. Okay. Or produce you none of anything because I'm terrible. Now, <laughs> um, there are also certain um, spaces on the game board as you're moving your player pawn around the, the circle that you can activate ingredient tiles specifically so i might go to a spot and say all right i'm going to activate all of my green tiles so my green tiles might produce the hops ingredient or money or i can produce or i can activate all of my monk tiles of a certain spot and then they activate differently so uh what's what's tough about it is you're adding these uh these tiles to your board and having to essentially plan when you're going to activate them because they don't activate right away sure and that that's what I don't think I'm getting through my head yet is this timing is the timing of when and how I should activate these things and where I should put them. And boy, it's, it's blowing my mind. <laughs> so, uh, at the end, so players who don't suck are basically competing also to be the first to accomplish in game goals. There's objectives, filling up certain sides, having the most of this and that, blah, blah, blah. Right. Sure. You get these goals and, and I don't get any of them. And then <laughs> so you have six trips around this board <laughs> and, what you do is you look at the position of where your brewmaster is okay. on this track, okay? And it'll give you a conversion rate. A conversion which, rate? Yeah, yeah conversion. Yeah. So okay. it gives you a conversion. It basically says like, all it says is 5 to 1, 4 to 1, 3 to 1, 2 to 1, 1 to 1. Okay. okay? Mm -hmm. Sure. So wherever your brewmaster is allows you to essentially exchange uh, goods for each other. So I can oh. move my barley back one to move my hops up one. Got it. Okay. Right? So I'm kind of, yeah. I'm playing that game Exchanging. of... Because I want my lowest ingredient, the highest it could possibly be. Yeah. So then what I do is I take where my brewmaster is. It gives you a multiplier. I times that by where my lowest one is. That gives me the majority of my points. You add it to some tiles. Um, and then you see how much you beat me by. Because uh, <laughs> holy shit. Really? You're that bad, huh? Okay, so. You were, you were that bad at it. The first time we played, it was just Bill and I. I was like, all right, my first game. You know, Bill had read the rules. He'd know. Like, of sometimes course. when you read the rules, you have that little advantage, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. So... He crushed me like, 
I don't know, I had maybe 16 points and he had 40 something. Yeah. Oh. So I'm like, so okay. Like more than double. Like, okay, so yeah, then I'm sense. like, well, I've played it. Now I got to leg up on these other fools the next time. <laughs> so then we go play a game night and I then score like 10. Oh, Ooh. no. And Dave wins with like 60. Oh. And That's possible. That sucks. Uh, I've heard, dude, I have heard. It's very hard. It, yeah, and oh, yeah. apparently yeah. everybody else. I've heard people. Everybody else fucking gets it at the table. So it was like forty. <laughs> Joe at fifty something. Oh. Bill at fifty something. I was like, I'm gonna pick the next game. Oh, uh, that's yeah. It was just. You're like, what am I doing here, wrong? The, the positive of this thing is, I didn't know I was going to get absolutely demolished until close to the end of the game. Yeah. So, yeah. so when I'm looking at things and going, I don't have anything, right? right? I don't know if I can get this thing up. I don't know what I'm doing. So throughout the game, I felt like I was doing everything everybody else was. Yeah. But just clearly not Obviously, well yeah, enough. something was amiss. Yeah. But I do think overall the game is good. Like, it is, and maybe it's good that it's difficult right away, that I'm not good at it right away. But it's it's close to where I'm so bad that I don't know if I, I want to play, play it again. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. This is like we talk about losers bias and winners bias. Yep. Yep. It's getting it's borderline losers bias well, where I don't it's know. Not fun maybe. Right. If you're it's losing not fun by when so you're much, just like, you're like I don't I don't want to put myself in a position to feel this way. Yeah. yeah. And I'm time. getting like <laughs> yeah. crushed. So I I thought about a game that I, what game did I really suck at the first time I played? And I thought about this game Patchwork. Okay. You guys have played Patchwork. Yep. I don't I don't I'm not sure if it was me and you played the first time together I or we something scored in the negatives but it was like we both scored negative yeah. three yeah but we both did it yeah mm-hmm. so yeah. now i've played this game twice where i have scored almost fucking nothing right and everybody else has crushed me into the floor and i'm like yeah like what, what am, am i doing doing yeah. so so i post on instagram I'm like somebody's got to help me out you got to help me out and people are like well you got the timing of this i'm like well i don't fucking know the time yeah right. um, that's my problem <laughs> and i i because i think the mechanisms are cool i love the track right i love um, in Agizia and in High Rise and Takedo where you're moving forward but can't move backwards, right? I yeah, love that's that, a really cool idea. The weighing yeah. of how far do I go. And especially with four people, getting to certain spots is really important. Like getting to those, they're like they're like purple discs and they, they activate certain tiles. Getting to those first are really important, but do I want to skip five tiles? Yep. Yeah. Right? Do yep. I have the money to pay for something that's that's a five tile that would get me more resources later, but I don't have the money for it? Or that's the only thing I'm going to be able to buy and now I'm, just cruising along this track with nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, money is really tight. You got to move up some, but not others. And if you get your brewmaster up far enough, you can do some conversion resources. And it's just a puzzle that I haven't figured out yet. Yeah. And you're not sure you want to. <laughs> and I don't know. It's yeah. really close to me not wanting That's to anymore. Fine, man. And I think That's completely fine. Bill's going to play it. He's going to pick it again soon because there is the expansion is out. And I, I don't really know what the Who's expansion copy adds. is. It? It's Bill's. Bills. It's Bill's. Okay. So, so he might have to play. You might have to play. He will. <laughs> and, and, that's to whole, and that's fine. <laughs> but I, I need to try to do better. I think maybe next, I just need to like maybe try to do like PRs. I need personal records here. I, I need yeah. I need my personal best. Yeah. yeah. So get that 16. Get in the 16, 20s. Apparently. Yeah. 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 Get into the 20s. Oh and you feel, my. Yeah. <laughs> People like Dave got 30 something in like tiles. Like, Did oh, you look okay. like were you is was it a situation where because this happened to me in Great Western Trail where I played. Natalie did a, a similar thing. She crushed us all. Jason was next, and he was like kind of close to her, behind her. Bill tried something new, and he got dead last, and he knew. And I was like right above Bill, trying my hardest. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know what I could or should or what it's supposed to have. Like, I was looking at everybody. I'm like, what did I do wrong? Why do you have so many more points? I didn't even know. Like is yeah. it something like that where you're like, I, yeah. what could I have done differently? Maybe to do I need this to better? pay like I maybe I need to pay attention to someone or like 
you know, I know you had this similar situation with Zolkin, right? Where someone played Zolkin with you and was like, hey, hey look yeah, at my board while right, I'm playing. And maybe this. I need to watch, like, yeah, s- pay attention more. Because right, like, I was trying to pay attention to my board. Like, all right, I suck. Yeah. And then let me figure out why I suck. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, they're putting tiles near there. Okay, I have some tiles out, too. It's like, well, why, to, like why do I suck the way you're looking at yeah. it somehow yeah. I guess something maybe so I need to go in there has like some tips or yeah strategies for Jeff I need to like maybe erase my brain and go all right I'm gonna just do something completely different yeah try to do something not that they're doing and just see how it goes but man it was yeah it was a rough go That's but I, again I think the game is good and I know people love it and a lot of people at least empathized with me on Instagram when I posted about it they were like this is a hard game yeah I did bad too, and I talked to Emily Ben and M. This is one of their favorites. Oh, really? I maybe not one of the. Okay. They're the ones but they that love I, it. I remember thinking that it was. I think Emily was the one that was like, "This is really hard." Yeah. So Emily, I was talking to her. I'm like, "What am I doing?" Right? And she's like, "Well, I'm not." She says she averages about thirty something. I'm like, "Okay, well, that's still you know triple what I just yeah. got." <laughs> um, yeah. But she said, you know, their scores have ranged. I don't know if they've gotten ever as low as 10, but their scores have ranged from basically like that 20 range to 40. Like that's kind of where they are. And, but she says sometimes she'll go in and, and just doesn't work. Like maybe you, like you don't always just figure it out. It might not just click and you figure it out. And now you're amazing at the game. Next yeah. play might be, might be terrible. Didn't so I'm hoping that maybe next yeah. play I might have, maybe I figured what it out. What would you do if next play you score 70, the highest anyone's ever scored? You don't really understand why. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? What like, would you, would you be yeah. like? Would you well, I, I hope that you? wouldn't. Yeah, I hope that wouldn't happen. Would you be like? I, don't, I still don't really. But man, another happen. another play at like getting four points might be a that might be the would end be terrible. Might well, be sick on game night. Do you so if you don't figure that out till the end, are you enjoying the process? I think through seventy percent of it, when I I thought I was close, and then I realized that I was just getting I was not pummeled. Yeah, then yeah. it was fine. Like I was, but then toward the end, I was like, oh, I just gotta take my turn because I'm. Yeah, I'm out of it. And yeah, yeah I, I don't want to waste anyone else's time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was like, I was like, I basically counted my points before like the last player went. And I was like, all right, I'm I'm done. You I guys have, can figure yeah, out your point. Right. And then they oh. said their score. I'm like, okay, we can just put it away. Oh <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's. Let's move on. But yeah, it was it was rough. <laughs> that's rough. Having a nail. Having a nail. Play it. Let me know. Let me know how to win. I've heard it's very difficult. Again, yeah. I've heard it's very very difficult. So. Holy cow. Okay, that was having a nail. Very cool. Um, so we uh, one of the games we played last night over at Jeff's, we we love doing, and Jeff already mentioned this, we love doing uh, crime kind of games because it's really popular. Crime is Puzzle really solving. popular. Yeah, it's very popular. Puzzle solving. We play, we play a lot of exits, a lot of um, unlocks. But again, I don't know that we've ever actually gone through and kind of given a little review of un- the way these systems work. And so it's hard to do that for these games because the entire game is a spoiler. You can really give nothing away other than the theme of these games. So I'm going to try to just kind of really, really briefly go into what these games are if you haven't picked them up yet. So we're going to go over Unlock. We played the Unlock Timeless Adventures box. So Unlocks used to just come in a single play, like a single scenario box. Yes. Yeah, now box. they come. They come in a box of three, mm-hmm. and um, so it's a little. You get a little more meat there. Probably gets a little more money. You know. What yeah, I, mean? I think because these are games that you're you're playing once and then you're moving on from. Yeah, and I think the bigger box also helps with them being able to expand the game a little more. Now they can put some because the box was really what Tiny. Like four inches. Yeah, by it was six really, really, really like a small rectangle. Yeah, this is a little bigger, so now you can put something else. You're in right. There, more right? components, so that's different cool. things. They can expand it a little bit. 
So we played the Unlock Timeless Adventures box, uh, specifically the Lost in the Chrono Warp scenario or time warp. Time I, I, on Borgen Geek it says Chrono Warp. Oh. Oh. Okay, on the box apparently it says time warp. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows which one it is? Lost in the time warp, lost in the chrono warp, whatever. whatever it it's the same thing. Um, in the timeless adventure series. So what basically what unlock is is you. It's like an escape room. If you've done an escape room, if you haven't, I'll explain that in a minute. But it's basically an escape room game, and then these have been out for a number of years, so you probably understand. But again, there might be some people who don't want to jump into these. Um, they're one time play. So after you've played it, it's like a little story that you go through and puzzles you figure out. After you play it or solve it, you don't play it again. Mm-hmm. All right. And that's very, it, it, it was a controversial thing when these first came out, stupidly, in my opinion, um, because people were like, I'm not going to pay $15 to play a game one time. Yeah. Well, you're going to go to, you're going to pay $15 to go to an escape room one time. You're not going to go yeah, back $15 to the escape room. Each. You hate that. Yeah. yeah it's like, just, yeah, on. it's, it's a one experience. Right. Like, it's it just an experience. experience game. It's not expensive. Just, freaking do it and it's really fun okay but so that's the the, the heart of these <laughs> games is you play them it. once okay <laughs> now exit is maybe the most popular of these uh and with exit which is um put out by um cosmos, cosmos. i think i knew that one exit yeah good job <laughs> the exit games you can play it once and then nobody can play it again because you are pretty much destroying the game in most cases, you're tearing up cards, you're cutting things up, you're, you know, doing different things to potentially alter the, you just can't play them again. The cool thing about unlock is unlocks are typically just a deck of cards and they're resettable. I, I guess maybe there are some that might not be, but every unlock I've played, and I've played a ton of them, every one of them has not had destructible components. So you just play through the puzzle, you do the puzzle, and then you can you can reset it and give it to someone else, mm-hmm. yep. which is awesome, which we love doing around here. <clears throat> so in this specific one, you get, so there's an app that you get, um, there's like an unlock app, and the app kind of runs the timer, and there's like machines you can use, there's like different keys that you have to enter, and you enter them all in the app, and the app tells you if you did right or wrong, if you did wrong, usually it just takes time off. So you get an hour, you know, technically to do this, but um, it's kind of like almost like Sherlock Holmes sometimes. You know, it's like if you don't do it in the hour, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just yeah. play it until you do it. Who because cares it's about an a experience score? game? Yeah. Some people want to, you know, if you want to feel like you did the best, then sure. You know, I guess the hour, it gives you something to shoot for. Like you want to try to get it as quickly as possible, but it's not a huge deal if you don't. Yeah. We typically um, don't. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this one we played last night with the Lost in the Time Warp or Chrono Warp, whatever it's called was maybe my favorite we've ever played. And it had these, all the unlocks, they have something a little bit different with them. The system is usually the same, okay? There's red cards and blue cards that have numbers on them that you're finding, that they have little, you know, puzzles to go with. And then you you, you add the numbers on the red card to the blue card, and if you're correct, you get another card from the deck, and that card is the, the solution, right? But you have to make sure you have the correct blue card to the correct red card, and that's the puzzle you're figuring out. And so that's like the, the heart of the game. But every unlock seems to have like a different way it presents the information to you. And this one was like a time travel theme. Mm-hmm. And man, it was it cool. Time travel is such a cool theme to begin with. Yeah. But like in this game, in this particular scenario, you're actually traveling back in time and going forward in time. And the way they handled it was actually kind of cool, I thought. And it was like a, you know, there was a mystery to yeah, solve still. Yeah. And, and, and we were just like clicking. When you're clicking in these games and you're like, 
getting through them like at a good clip, there's not much that can beat it in terms of fun. Yeah. When you're not, though, <laughs> it can be. You feel like a dumb. It could. <laughs> you feel like a dumb. Not even just feeling like feeling stupid because that, yeah, that's a big contributing factor. But it can take all the fun out of the game completely. Yeah, because you feel stuck. You're like, I don't know what to do. And this was our Next. before all these escape games came out. When Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective was the only one we had to play, we all felt this way. It was like the first hour and a half of this game is the most fun experience of all time, and then you get stuck for the next hour. And it's terrible. Going back and yeah. trying to reread terrible. to find something. Yeah, yeah, it's just terrible. And you're just chasing the high from the first part of the game. Now, these games can suffer from that. If you're playing with someone like, so Natalie and I play together a lot. And we've decided and determined we can't do that anymore, just the two of us, because we have the same brain. And so we don't think differently than each other. And so if we get stuck, we're both stuck. And then we're... <laughs> And then it's over. And so for like four or five unlocks in a row, that happened to us where we just got stuck. And it was a miserable time. Miserable. Because you feel stupid. And when you feel stupid, that frustrates you. And when you get frustrated, you don't see clearly. And when you don't see clearly, you're not having, you're not solving it. And you're not having fun. And then it's over. And then you're like, now I feel like I didn't just spend an hour on this. I wasted an hour on this. And it sucks. But if you can get the right group. So Natalie and I played with Jeff and Devin. We, we, we play these kinds of games together. We do escape rooms together, the four of us. Yeah. So we have a really good synergy, I feel like. with yeah. uh, we, you all know, we all contribute and, and think differently. Yeah. And last night was one of the best times we've had playing Unlock because the four of us, I felt like all four of us were constantly contributing and it, we all moved it along together. And we, Natalie awesome. and I were like, okay, if it was just the two of us, we would have gotten stuck. Yeah. We would have. I know we would have and it would have been awful, but it wasn't this time. So these are volatile types of games, I would say. They're really awesome and super fun unless you get stuck. And if you get stuck, <laughs> they suck, right? And so... If you can get past the one-time play, which I think you should. I think they're marketed more for people who don't care as much about that. You know what I mean? They're not yeah. totally marketed towards the hardcore heavy war gamer yeah. who wants to play the same game 30 times in a row. Yeah. They're not really marketed that way. So I think they're marketed perfectly and they sell really well. Um, the only thing I worry about with games like Unlock and Exit is the novelty wearing off. You know what I mean? We're kind of getting past the escape room craze. Yeah, probably. You know, and mm -hmm. so I think it's going to be challenging for this genre to maintain popularity, um, unless they change it up some way. The yeah. the unlocks have done because the unlocks have the app integration. They've done some very cool things recently with some of their newer ones, where you know, scanning or using the camera, or that they've done some different to to make it feel like you're not just taking two cards and putting them together. Yeah, two yeah. Cards, putting them together. right. There is a little more with. The app, like the machines, I don't even know if the machines were in the first one. I think no, they weren't in cars. The very right? first one they so were. Like been machines, in it for a so now you're manipulating now, yes. just a mini game on there. Right. But you know, we played one that that, that you had to look like t taking the camera and putting the camera over a card changed oh, the card. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, right. So I that think was cool. they they've opened up some doors, I think, to making yeah. them a little of a different experience. And I I'm curious, and we talked about this yesterday. If, if Exit, because Exit has no app integration, it's just stuff that yep. you're tearing apart or ripping yep. or whatever. Are they gonna kind of maybe shift or make a yeah. make the game a little different? And I know they they've released something that maybe I'll I'll talk about later. But 
that might yeah. shift that. Yeah, I feel like they're going to have to because, the, again, the novelty has got – I'm going to guess that sales are not as high for these as they used to be. And so they're probably yeah. struggling to figure out what do we do. But Exit is a little different, too, because Unlock, if it didn't have the app, it would just be the cards for the most part. But Exit, you know, they can have all kinds of different things. You know, there could be like... Because you're like just playing string it in it, or yeah, like you sure. know, just all these like random extra components that yeah, they're can make not bound them, by the same yeah, they can mix it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, like it has like the main basic pieces to solve the puzzles. You know, there's the book and the little wheel, but like other than that, they can. There, there have been a lot of different like components that yeah. you use. True, which helps them mix it up a little bit more. Unlock always feels to me more. Like a lighter, more fun kind of yeah, experience. Yeah, exactly. I feel like it feels more like game time. Yeah, yeah exit you know? is definitely, I think, more difficult. You definitely have to think outside of the box more. Eh. Huh. Unlock or inside, is, the box, inside the box. Or, yeah. Unlock's a little bit more straightforward, so it's a little bit easier. I just, I don't agree with you, Thanks. like if, about Thank the you. misery part. You know, like I mean, it definitely is like frustrating when you get stuck. But I would not say that it's miserable like yeah, it it's not sure. fun if you get stuck like i don't agree with that it's less fun because it's frustrating but yeah but you're just I'm, sitting I'm, there they're, sometimes but for i'm like, always like maybe you're determined. making it not like, fun for now <laughs> yeah or, but, they, always, well, but they have yeah. hints and stuff so you could usually if you get stuck in a spot you could make it through you know if you really yeah. had to there are points where you just you can't you can't care about the time if you take a hint who cares right just right, yeah. enjoy like the experience and the oh you can have your no, I what? got some. Emily just voted for Ben. <gasps> Emily voted for Ben. Emily voted. That's a nepotism. Rigging it, rigging yep. it. <laughs> that's a painting competition. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I thought you were yeah. the Marvel United painting competition, and we're just talking about unlock and exit. And all of a sudden, I see M Stop commented one, and I'm like, <gasps> one is Ben. Everyone's gonna know. One may or may not be Ben. <laughs> Oh, maybe uh, maybe cut that part out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah, well. well, it's only twenty four hours. They might not listen. Yeah, it's probably not. Um, the so the unlocks. The last thing I was going to say about the unlocks was the unlocks have just gotten. I don't know how many more IPs they've gotten, but they did just make a Star Wars one. Yeah, so that that's could true. be another that's way. Another way to get people to get involved. it. And, yeah. and I know uh, Deepwater Joe got the Star Wars pack, played it with uh, his girls, and they like loved it. That's cool. So that oh, that okay. might be another way to maybe grab. Oh, the girls liked it, huh? That's some cool. other. Yeah. Some more audience, audience. or kind of keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. But either way, cool games. I love Very them. Cool. They're fun. I, th- this one rekindled my love because uh, I was in the mode where, yeah, I don't know. Natalie disagrees with me there, but the last five, I, I misery. It sucks when you just don't complete it, and you're sitting there for an hour, and then I'm just like, then I'm on my phone because I don't care anymore. You know, it's been so long, and it's like, Ugh. but this was great. It was awesome. It was, it was yeah. a good one. So that's unlock this specifically the timeless adventure set, lost in the time warp or the chrono warp. All three of that uh, one. In, the, in the timeless one is good. All three. So of those is that are the last good. one? Did you play the other two already? We've played the other two. Yeah, yeah the other two the, was the hard one. Though. That was a hard one. We cruised. Yeah, yeah we were really good. We yeah. Good. Wow. So I'd like to now yeah. talk to you all for a moment about the Gateway Board Gaming <laughs> Network, which you can find at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the Gateway Network Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up and coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the Gateway Network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well. They're all amazing people who produce fantastic content it's very exciting to also enlarge part two our merch store yes we've got a merch store which you can find at redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash 
Gateway Network. There you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members. Looking for a Dice Tower clock? Go somewhere else. Want that secret cabal blanket? Not here, Jack. So buy a top-of-the-table water bottle, or else Jeff will come to your house and say mean things to you in a high-pitched Australian accent like this. Oh, man. Good day. I don't think I have that one. Okay. (laughs) I got the Minnesota. That's not in your arsenal? Oh, A high-pitched Minnesota accent. Oh, heck. (laughs) Oh, give me that blanket there, eh? our stuff now, hey? (laughs) Today, I'd like to specifically highlight John and Matt from the Friday Night Games podcast and Instagram and Twitch and TikTok and, 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 and. John and Matt put out a podcast every Friday, which is an incredible output that really just constantly mocks us and we don't appreciate it. Do less. They're such nice and kind guys who genuinely love the community. They're a large part of. And if you are looking for another podcast to get into, you should definitely consider checking them out. They do Twitch streams as well as really like to engage with the viewers. And I really love how they come up with really fun stuff constantly. Like John did that um, that gaming with kids segment mm, for a while yeah. that was really cool here's to you friday night games glad to have you as a member of the network whatever kind of content you're looking for the gateway will have it if you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content please consider heading over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more if you ever wanted to support the show but weren't quite sure how to do it, maybe consider flushing your money down the toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers, which will eventually get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, and content ahead of time. You will also get <laughs> swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast, which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you all so much for your support. I promise we will start upping our game in the next few years. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees, that fourth circumcision Jeff has eye oh, on, please head on over to the patreon.com forward slash the gamecasters to help us out. Hey, Jeff. Yeah. What you got, bro? You got something for us? Yeah. You just exhausted me from listening to you. Did I? Wow. Like, how do you not like stumble she's over reached, your words when she's you reached read a that fast? tipping point? I practice every second that I'm not recording. No, you don't. Oh. Maybe he does. That's impressive. He Thanks. knows all of his letters. I, I can barely just fine. like, yeah, no, my letters. he's a good reader. Normal and not. So I went to broadcasting school, for anyone who doesn't know. Graduated valedictorian from Spex Howard. Howard. Yeah, Spex Spex Howard Howard Cougars. It's where you start. It's where I started. So that, um, that did sound like I started my period. (laughs) 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 It was where I started my period. I went there, and so they taught me, you know, I had to learn how to be an on-air radio personality, video person. And I used to talk ridiculously fast just normally and so there was this i'll never forget there was this one class we had where they put us all on camera one at a time and then we watched ourselves back and we had to critique each other Mm-hmm. And mine, it was my turn, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, if you ever want to show the big work for sure, I do it. Maybe you can sit your mind on the king has a toilet, but we have a picture on page. There are four different tiers, which will eventually get you access to behind the scenes content or exclusive content or content I have. It was just like, but they were, everyone just started laughing, and I felt so embarrassed. But the teacher like stopped, and he was like, he was like, all right, I know why you're all laughing because he sounds like the micro machine guy. He was like, but if you listen to this, we're going to play it again. He's like, he was like, he does not trip over his words once. Yeah. And so he made me feel like I could tell because I was like, oh my like God. there was yeah. something impressive. So in embarrassing. This. Yeah. yeah. He's like, so, and so it, it, that Good on your ridicule teacher. helped me Good on you your know, teacher. Like, uh, Build your confidence not talk as fast. Yeah. While also, yeah, going like, okay, there is some good to this. Yeah. You know, so. No, that's a that is insight. impressive because I stumble name? 
over my words all the time. Yeah. Yeah. His, <laughs> yeah. His name. He, he knows. You... He makes fun of me constantly. No, he doesn't it. constantly. He does not. Constantly. He doesn't ever let one go. You know, if, every time Mr. I do Mr. Chirac, I think, was his name. Way to go, Mr. Chirac. Yeah, Mr. Chirac. Good job. Good Motivating young Mind. Yeah, he was a good, I liked him a lot. He was a good teacher. Anyway, Jeff, what you got for me? Hey, it's award season. Ooh. Ooh, Did you Emmys, know? Oscars. No. And Spiel des Jahres. Uh, Spiel. <laughs> and we want to talk about the BGG, the Golden Geek yeah, the Awards, were uh, maybe a month yeah. ago announced, maybe a little less. But And the interviews were supposed to happen. I'm so sorry, everybody. Yeah. That's just not happening this year. That's, I, it sucks, I know. Wait anyway, back to continue. It. Um, but I wanted to talk about some the, some of the categories. I don't know if you guys looked at the list or we did at all vaguely and briefly. I but looked we did. at the the spiel. Yes, you want to start with that. So this is I didn't look at the golden gear. Yeah, so let's ones. talk about the spiel that because that's a newer thing. So that's like a new. Uh, it, I think within a week. Yeah, that has, last, that has last come week out. I so think it all happened. Um, let's talk about the the biggest one. I think the spiel is the yours. spiel, right? Because there's the other two that the Kinder that, and per, the Kenner. I care more about the Kenner spiel usually. But the spiel is the biggest one. So the three nominees. You ready? Yeah. Yes. Zombie teens. Okay. Wait, for those of us. Wait, you who... said nominees. These are winners? No. Okay. Nominees. These are the nominees. Three yes. nominees. So for no those winners of us yet. who don't. I'm just clapping for the nominees. But can like you like say the three categories are for three oh, different oh. types? The spiel des Jahres is basically the family game of the year. Okay. So it's typically a game that's not super like hardcore heavy game. It's mm-hmm. like uh, typically a game in the Azul weight. Yeah, think of Azul. Right? Okay. That's, like, okay, yeah, that's so. like the main weight of the spiel. The Kinder spiel. Kinder is children, kids. right? So like that's kindergarten. Kids game. And then yep. Kenner spiel <laughs> is like the heavier game. The strategy. Yeah, like yeah the, the gamer the, game. The, the okay. game. So uh, this is specifically the family weight the one. The spiel. Yeah. The so spiel. the spiel, uh, Zombie Teens, which is a follow-up to Zombie Kids. You guys have played Zombie Kids? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Zombie Kids So Zombie great. Teens, I'm assuming it's got a similar thing, but maybe a little more. Maybe a little edgier. A little One of our recent favorites, Micro Macro. Micro Macro. White penis, black penis. Ooh, white penis, black penis. <laughs> so Micro game. Macro is obviously, this is one of these things where... I root for games that I have played. Right? Yeah, is this sure. another bias? Yep, for sure. Where it's yeah, like, 100%. well, I don't care if Zombie Teens is yep. better. Micro Macro. Micro Macro. Yeah. Yeah. And the last one, which team. is not out here in the USA yet, I think, the, is The Adventures of Robin Hood, which is a Cosmos okay. game yeah. coming out this summer, which I'll, if as soon as I get my hands on that game, which I want, I heard it, right. I'll play it. Yeah. Um, yes, I've heard of it, but I don't think it's out here yet. Yeah. Okay. So those three are up. And I know there's some weird things with, you know, it has to release... Is it only released in Germany that year? I know because some years, I feel yeah. like, oh, this game came out in 2017 yes. here. Why did it win uh, in 2019 Because it came out in Germany that right? yeah. So it's a Germany right, release. Right, right. So those are the three for game of the year. I'm rooting for Micro Macro because it's the oh, only one yeah. I've played. Real quick, The Adventures of Robin Hood. I'm just looking. Uh, another game designed and artist by Michael Menzel. Okay. Michael Menzel is a very, very uh, popular and amazing board game artist who also designed his first game a number of years ago with... Um, Oh boy, it's gonna. I'm blanking now. What you know? Uh, the st- it's like that story-driven game that Legends of Andor. Andor yeah. Legends of Andor. Oh. This and, uh, this I don't want to say this is a similar like the exact same game, but I think it's a similar campaigny sort of Robin Hood like ooh, the map. I think it's, it's, it's in the same like, thing. Okay, yeah. interesting. It's funny. Like we've obviously only played Micro Macro, but we loved that game. Great yeah. game. You know, I'm glad it got not like we're like, we even it's getting it was okay, it. but it's the only yeah. one I played, you know. And again, that was game. out way earlier in Germany and Europe than it was here. It was harder to get here other than the yeah. last maybe a couple bit, of months. Yeah. So I'm glad it got its very its cool. Due. Hopefully Micro Macro. Yeah. The Kinderspiel, Kinder kids Spiel. game. Kids games. Uh Dragomino, which okay. is, could give Bruno Cathala another another win. Another win because he won for King Domino. 
oh. in the spiel. Right. The game Story Tailors. Does that sound familiar? Yes. Do we currently have it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, Story Tailors, which again is not out here, so right. you have one of the few copies. So, Ooh, and then a game called Mia London, which I don't know, but Never I've heard seen a couple times on Instagram. I typically don't hear like I, w- when we go through the spiels every year. The Kinderspiel games, I'm always like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah they're like, there's like one in there usually, but I, yeah. yeah, I don't typically know what they are. So now on to the gamers game, the oh, Kinderspiel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one, which I've never played. Fantasy Realms. Fantasy Realms. Okay. I've heard I've comparisons. So this is where why I talked about Red Rising. I've heard comparisons, Fantasy Realm and Red Rising being similar in terms of this card exchanging that card play. Oh. Fantasy Realms apparently being a quick twenty to thirty minute game. Did one rip off um, the other? I don't know. Let's see. Fantasy But Realms. Fantasy Realms. Okay. And I don't know if it's I don't know if I can huh, it says twenty seventeen. Yeah. So I don't know if I can get a copy right now or how whatever interesting okay the other two we've talked about on recent episodes um the next nominee is paleo oh which i talked about is a cool game i'm glad it's a unique system with the cards and working together and that kind of stuff so Uh i I think that it it at least deserved the nomination for sure Sure. and then what i think is everyone's favorite is probably the lost ruins of arnak is nominated for the kenner spiel so yeah yeah i i think it's gonna win um i think so too when do they pick the winners um i don't know the month month or two but let's talk about the other awards the golden geek awards from 2020 this is for gamecasters yeah we're not gonna talk about that i wrote i have best podcast written i wrote who cares (laughs) who cares who cares cares? i'm a podcast too so very wrong about games. They won. Who Just cares? A bunch of so we don't like very anymore. wrong about games. <laughs> um, I listened to the Super Bowl Sunday episode recently. They talked about the Golden Geeks as well. I uh-huh. already had this plan, so I didn't take it. So we didn't rip it off of you. Quiet, Christian, Frankie. Yeah, quiet. And the other ones. <laughs> Be quiet, um, you. Jim. Right? Brian. Is there a Brian? Yep. And Jim? You see, we know you. Um, <laughs> we know you. <laughs> uh, so two-player game. You guys, did you guys play the Undaunted North Africa? Yes. So yeah. that was the winner. So these are now winners. Oh. So that won the two-player two game player of the year. Two-player game. Cool. Okay. Right. Um, I know you guys maybe maybe disagree. It was okay. It was okay. Yeah. The Unmatched series, the, the Cobble and Fog, I don't know what they mean, but the Unmatched yep. would be People second. Like the Unmatched. Imperial Struggle um, was also a runner-up. Artwork and presentation. Artwork presentation. Any guesses, yeah. Natalie? Oh. Beautiful Art 2020. It's um. one of Ryan's favorite games ever now. On Mars, on Mars like, absolutely. Really? Yeah, on Mars. That's that is, yep. that's it. Yep. 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 Artwork presentation on Mars is number one. Lost yeah. Ruins of Arnak <laughs> was a runner-up, and Calico. Okay, oh, yeah, I yeah. can see that. I was a little surprised Tang Garden didn't get yeah. a little yeah. more love. Maybe that's it came out a little earlier in 2020, and mm. it's got a little bit of late. I don't know, but on yeah. Mars, obviously, one. So, on Mars, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah, you beautiful. Yep. You put, uh, what's his face? Yeah, you know, tool on there. Yeah, you put, he's going to get it. Card game. This is the biggest controversy. The crew. No. Oh, it wasn't nominated. It probably was. That was last technically year. That the, was like two years. The, 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 I would like the crew to be on here. I don't. Again, I don't know the year. Yeah. Card game of the year was Dune Imperium. Oh. Oh. Wow. This was a. I think people are are not. I want to say Staring upset not, again. They're questioning this game. because is this it's a, a board card game. game? So let me tell you the other two. The runner up was Fort and Oceans, which those Both two card are card games, games okay. right? Yeah. Dune is a game with cards. Yeah, I would not. I would call Dune a board game. Me too. I mean, I kind of classify everything as board game, but card game yeah. is a subset within that. Yeah, I would. Like, I would say, say card games are board games. Yeah. yeah, you know, like I would call. I would. I'm not going to be like, well, that's not a board game. It's a card game. If someone but, came right. over and was like, hey, I, I look like show me a good card game, I would reach for Dune Imperium. And here's why I think some people are, are slightly annoyed with it is that if you if we move on to medium weight game of the year, which are huge, so there's light, medium, and heavy game yeah. of the year. The medium winner was the Lost Ruins of Arnak. 
and the runner-up was Dune Imperium. Okay. So the, my question was, is is Dune Imperium more of a card game than Lost Ruins of Arnak, where Lost Ruins of Arnak didn't even get a card game nod? You know what I mean? Like, where do they draw the line? I know it's just voting, right? Yeah. But I thought that was kind of weird. This is open voting. Yeah, they're both, those are very similar games. They're both similar in terms of how the cards they're get used. They're both worker and, placement, card, yeah. Uh, yeah. like, deck building. When you vote games. for these things... Because I only voted for the podcast. But, <laughs> Who'd you vote for? Turns out very wrong about games. Board games now. So. Um, so when you vote for these, can you like you like freely type in stuff, or is it like a list? Yeah, you kind of search for, for but it, the games. But they, you can they search put for like, like any game there is. It doesn't have to be like. It has to be twenty twenty. So the, okay. the, the, I think they, you they can do, put whatever the hell you want. Yeah, I, I can think put whatever just, I, I think want. They just aggregate. Okay. The, you know, I think if they got like a whole bunch of votes for something that didn't make sense, yeah, they would. They it. might toss it out to yeah. where it doesn't fit the category. Okay. But I think maybe they need to be a little more defined on what a maybe card just game Aldi is. voted for Dune Imperium and he gets like a hundred thousand votes. Yeah, <laughs> cooperative <laughs> game. Any guess for cooperative game? This is like this, this stupid game won all the freaking awards. Mm, cooperative no, game. Not- yeah. Um. Jaws of Lion. Yeah. Gloomhaven. Oh, Jaws yeah. of Lion. Pandemic Season Zero. Uh, no big deal. We we might have played we that played game that with Rob Davio. Rob Davio, who we're with him, who cares? Yeah. Uh, Forgotten <laughs> Waters, which I thought probably oh, that should have won. I, I think, I in my opinion. Yeah. Um, the expansion of the year was Wingspan, which I thought was kind of weak. Yeah. Um, the Spirit Island Jagged Earth um, expansion is much better, I think, than okay. Gianya. Innovative oh, game. I was very happy with the three and in innovative. Micro game. Macro. Micro Macro. Number oh. one. Yeah. The winner. Yeah, white penis, agreed. black penis. Like, white Number penis, two penis. was a search for Planet X, which we played that. Oh, that was cool. the deduction wow. game, which I thought That's was really cool. cool using the app. Yeah. And then the last one is Beyond the Sun, which basically just like... That's when you and... Sh- yeah, shrunk a game into like the tech tree, like just doing mm-hmm. technology with it. I thought those were very appropriate. Light game of the year was Micro Macro. Yeah! Followed up by Project L, which I haven't played. That's a on oh, polyomino so list. Bad. Yeah. And then Santa Monica, which is a, a perfect game for that category. Okay. Light, easy going. Yep. Medium, like I said, Lost Ruins of Arnak, Dude Imperium, and Calico. Calico. Um, heavy game of the year, which I thought was also a big joke. Oh, is that also Jaws of the Lion? Yeah, That's that game heavy. is not a heavy Come on, game. On Mars should be that. On Mars yeah. should like Gloomhaven is not. I don't consider that to be like. Oh, that's this is heavy. Yeah. yeah. Right. But anyway, whatever. Not my not my list. <laughs> um, print and play Seven Wonders dual solo game Under Falling Skies. I know is huge. I have it. So I, I was happy with it. that. And runner up Gloomhaven Jaws of the Lion. Great. <laughs> Thematic game, I'll take that. Jaws, Jaws of the Lion, I'll take that one. Yeah. Yeah. That you can win that Blue one. On Mars second. War game, Imperial Struggle, Undaunted. Um Zoomable game, which was their new category. Zoomable game, cool. So playing over online. Okay. Um winner was Forgotten Waters. Yeah. Say, Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah. Yep. yeah. We um, even did that one. Yeah. Runner up being My City, um, okay. which is cool. Yeah. We did that too. Yep. And then the search for Planet X, which is the other one. Cool. So those were all good. Best podcast, who cares? And then uh, <laughs> best board game app was Root, Wingspan, and Cartographers. Cool. So those were the the Golden, the Golden Geeker Geeks. Awards. Golden Geeker. And the Spiel des Jahres, yeah, which so we don't know the winners for that season. yet. Yeah, we'll let right. you know. Those are just the nominees. Or just look it up on your own. Who cares? Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, podcast. Blech. I mean, there are some very heavy-hitting podcasts that have never won. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like well, Ping Peg has never won. Well, Board Game Barrage has never won. Board Game Barrage never won. They're yeah. all they're very popular. Because you can't win twice, right? Yes, once you right. win, once you're, you win well, you're out. Yeah, because it, it would just be Dice Tower. And, yeah, Dice Tower and Secret Cabal. And Secret Cabal would win, win every year. single year. So, yeah, they, they I think that's the only one they, like, I guess that's, well, that's the only sense. one that is a rollover every year. Because all the other ones are the games ones. that yeah. came out that year. So. Yep. Well, awesome, awesome. Well, on this episode's Natalie's Nook, hear us all discuss generic topic number 12 and how it relates <laughs> to our experience in life. Stay tuned. Natalie's Nook is opening up. Oh my god. Yeah. Natalie's nook. Natalie's, Natalie's nook. nook. Crawl inside of Natalie's nook. It's wet in here. Yeah. 
Twenty. Twenty. Change it every time. No, not every time. Well, back to the classic. Yeah. The classic. Yeah. So you take it away for a while and you give it back and they're like, oh. It's like, with like a, didn't Coke, they do that with Coca Cola? Yeah, yeah. Coca Cola. Coca Cola Classic came back. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say Association Station. Choo choo. Take that's it away the, for a while and it comes the, back, <laughs> and we're like, Ooh. Yeah, exactly. I know yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah last week you guys were like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, what do we got for the Nook? Okay, so bear with me with this topic. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about how games and the gaming industry um, have changed now versus 10 years ago so the past decade or so or even longer but not too much longer because i mean it's probably obvious how much has changed since like the 60s but like i wanted to talk about you know in the last decade or so um what have you observed about the gaming industry or games that are released um i've only been in the hobby for about six or seven years but it seems to me like you've lived your like, life compared like to 10 years ago and <laughs> prior that was like two words got you there i know that's how it always is every time you would say about you're talking about bonanza every time you're like said dig up yeah and i'm like dig up the road <laughs> like in my head like over and over Pig. oh yeah oh darn i missed that reference yeah. <laughs> damn how did i not catch that one You'll get, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny um, okay anyways yeah the last decade. It seems like compared to 10 years ago and prior, there have been some significant changes. Like, and again, I might be wrong. This is just what it seems like to me. Um, it seems like the amount of people in the hobby has increased rapidly. Exponentially. This, this could be from word of mouth or the Ugh. fact that there are games that are now more accessible in stores like Target and Walmart, maybe. Um, yes. It also seems like the amount of games that are being released has probably increased. Kickstarter yes. campaigns have gotten kind of insane. And I'm guessing people have larger than ever collections than that you know before in the past. <laughs> um, so, a couple things I wanted to oh, hear what okay. you guys thought yes. um, about what <laughs> yes, has ma'am. changed and and things like that. But also, and I don't know if you want to like have a discussion first or if you want me to talk about this first. I yes, kind ma'am. of gathered some <laughs> stats. Who's stats? Stat gatherer? Over oh, the stat. last like Let me take sixty years or okay. so. Okay, I'm ready. Um, just stats. So just I'm stats. real quick, just to kind of give you an idea of the amount of games and the type of games that have been like released in like the decades, the last like six or so decades. Okay. Um. So like Holy between nineteen sixty, and this is all according to BGG. Nineteen sixty to nineteen seventy. That would be a decade. Well, until like yeah. 69. Yeah, 60, should be 61 to 70. Yeah, 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 whatever. There's approximately whatever. like 2,400 games 2, released games. in that decade. Okay. 2,400? Um, yeah. According that's, to that's BGG. That's more than I would have guessed. For what? For, for what? De- for 60 to For 10 whole years. So wow. two, that's only really 240 like yeah, two, a year. Yeah, 2,400. Yeah, right. Oof. Yeah, but yeah, that's, and so that's not even might be more than I would have guessed, but still see that's like so low. All right, keep Yeah. So, I mean, in 10 or 11 years. Yeah. But so then I I did like I kind of took the games that were released in that range and put them in the order um, that they were ranked on BGG so I can get basically like the top games. Mm. So the top games that were from released that decade? in that decade. Okay. Yep. Um, I only did three for the <laughs> for this one because like I three is enough. That gives us a good sense. Yeah. So the best game of that decade is what? so the best game of that decade was no, ranked number two eighty and it's called Acquire. Acquire. It's Saxon. Acquire. Yeah. I yep. know that game. 
Um, See, the second is, that's impressive. So that game, what year did that come out? 1964. I know it's gotten some reprints, right? It's gotten have, some some newer reprints. Oh yeah, over and over. But 1964, yeah, you're to be 280 is really, really, really. Yeah, that's high. I was surprised. Oh yeah, it's okay. very popular. Um, still, and then the next one after that is ranked 1,452. Loser. And it's Stratomatic Baseball. Oh, okay, Stratomatic Baseball. <laughs> okay, manage your team to victory in this. Quintessential this baseball stat baseball board game. Stratomatic. Okay. And then the third one is um, ranked 1869 and it's called Dutch Blitz. Dutch Oven. No. Oh, God. Oh. Dutch Oven. <laughs> Dutch Blitz. Be the first okay. to play all your cards in this fast yeah. paced solitaire game. Dutch oh, yeah. I wrote down Dutch Oven. Okay. Yeah, so then. Yeah. Okay. In so 19- acquire. That's, that's the jam yeah, for the 60s. All right. right. Uh-huh. And then, so 1971 to 1980, there was approximately. Uh, 4,800 games released. So that's like so double we're, so we're the prior decade, right, which is yeah. interesting. Right. Um, and so the top ranked games from the 70s were, uh, the first one was ranked 319, and that's Dune. Dune! Oh, Dune. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's an old one. Number, yeah. Then the next one's ranked 321. It's actually from 1980 called Civilization. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the original that's a big Civilization. One. Yeah. Uh, 662, Squad Leader. Squad oh yeah, leader, Squad yeah. Leader, it's a war game. Seven fifty two can't stop. Is Squad Leader like Squad Leader? Is that one of like the fives or like four point something? Is that Squad Leader or no? Am I thinking the wrong game? Yeah, Advanced like, Squad Leader. Okay, I that's like the, the super big... heavy, crazy so, uh, heavy uh, one. There's 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 a little bit incorrect with this data, just a little bit. Ooh. Yeah, because Cosmic Encounter was released in 1977. Yep, I have that's number six, but from that the original Cosmic, it's Encounter. really number one because. It's really ranked 151. That 1977 version is ranked like 1100 something. Yeah. The 2008 exactly Fantasy the Flight version, basically. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, there's like more aliens, Factions different aliens yeah, and stuff, but yeah. the, the rule set's the same. Okay. Um, well, then let's so, say that's number one. Yeah. Cosmic yeah, okay. Counter yeah. is really yeah. the biggest game. That's pretty good. So, so in so, 40, so 40 year old games, it's Texan. Oh, yeah. 40 year old games are, there's four, yeah, the at least four or five of them in the top 600. That's good. Okay. Um, so then the 80s. Um, so here's the thing. After that, basically like the 80s forward, I think that I like... It caps it. It caps at 5,000. And so I don't actually know how many games were released um, basically <laughs> from 1981 to current okay. in a decade. I was going to go... Actually, when I got to like the most recent decade, I did split it out by year. So we can figure that out. But for these next couple decades, I didn't. It's That's just, all right. You know, it's a lot more. Yeah, obviously um, more. So in the 80s, the top ranked game was number 101, Sherlock Holmes Consulting Detective. Yeah. All right. Sherlock. It's a good one, baby. Yeah. Um, and which number- is still making games today yeah like, right so that's yeah. 30 years old 40 years old and they're still making those yep uh number 200 1830 railways and robber barons okay the, okay. A, the 18xx games yeah. are very niche and very popular within that niche community. uh ranked 288 is survive escape from atlantis yeah nice yeah which also got a, a, a reprint yep in the last um, rank 293 decade. was die mocker that was well, the was very that? first yeah. game entered into the board game geek database back in oh really whatever yeah whatever oh, board game interesting. Was created. Uh-huh. and then the last one actually i think you just talked about this number 327 advanced squad leader yep yeah so okay yeah um okay so then in the Bananas. 90s the 90s. Ranked number 79, 90. El Grande. Yep. El Grande. That's a classic. From that 
period. Uh, ranked number 95, Tigris and Euphrates. Oh, yeah, baby. Number 161, Magic the Gathering. Yep. That's the thing. <laughs> number 165, Paths of Glory. Paths of Glory. Okay. Mm-hmm. And number more, 162 more is Teach You. Teach yep, You, teach yep. You. I have that. You guys have Teach You. Yeah. We do? Yeah. It's a card game. It's card like game. People love that. People oh. love that game. It's like a tough game. trick taking. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's a, yep. I don't want to say heavy trick taking game, but it's yeah, a heavy yes. trick taking game. But like, yeah. In terms yeah, of trick taking like, games, that's a heavy one. So released between 2001 and 2010, ranked number 10 is Twilight Struggle. Oh, yeah. Number 19 is Brass Land. Lancashire. Number 28, Puerto Rico. Ranked 32 is Agricola. And ranked 42 is Power Grid. And I mean, you keep okay. going there. You know, Carcassonne's in there. and uh, There's a lot. That chunk yeah. would be... Yeah. Right. There's going to be a lot there. But like, even... It's okay. So, in the decade prior to this most recent decade, um, the Was top Katana? five games are between 10 and 42, like ranked. Katan? Yeah, was okay. Katan not in the 90s one? Mm-mm. Oh. And then 2011 so, to 2020 is clear. Obviously, one, two, three, four, and five. Yeah. Yeah, Cult of the New. Yeah, yeah, the new stuff is. Gloomhaven, gonna... Pandemic, well, I think Legacy, is more, it's... Grass, Birmingham, Terraforming Mars, Twilight. Imperium. I think what that does is, is make me more impressed with games like Twilight Struggle, Brass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Games that have held up for a decade. Mm-hmm. So, in that top 10 that with top... Cult of the New. And even like, you know crazy like a choir being 280 and being because cult of the new is old. definitely a big contributing factor but it's not the only contributing factor mm-hmm. i would like to think that game design is progressing i agree you know yeah, so i'm with you that the newer games you know will probably do things that other games haven't done i mean look at all the the designers nowadays look what they have to go on where yeah. bill eberly back in the 70s didn't yeah. You know, he's innovating. And Shorter yeah. beard and trying to make up. Yeah, things. right. So one last stat I want to talk about is I did go year by year between 2011 and 2020. Okay. The total amount, I just kind of quickly added up in my head. I'm not giving you the exact amount. Over 40,000 okay. games released. Yeah. So back in like the 60s, 2400, 70s, 4800, yeah. and then 40,000. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So, like, for, for example, sure. like in 2020, there was like 4,600 games. Like, basically, the last five years, it's been over 4,000 a year. Um, and then prior to that, like close to 4,000, you know, maybe a little bit less. In 2011, it was like 3,000. But wow. Can I give some yes, thoughts now? Please. All right. I have my main my main point that I wanted to hit home, which is probably within the last decade that has changed the industry more than anything else. And you hit on it for one quick second. Are you about to go at your Jeff there? Hey-o. Seven to Jeff. Hey-o. Okay. Um, And it's a little website that we know called Kickstarter. (laughs) Kickstarter has changed the game industry in the last 10 years more than any. I second that. That's underlined on my paper. Yeah. Board (laughs) games, I think, on the Kickstarter platform account for the majority of their... I think board games is the biggest component in Kickstarter. I'm not saying they're keeping them afloat because Kickstarter is very popular, but I believe that board games are the highest grossing total amount of money. Anyway, so what what Kickstarter has done to the industry, um, some people think good, some people think bad, but whatever you think, there's no denying that it has had the most significant impact on the amount of new games that come out, Mm -hmm. right? Before Kickstarter happened... 
you had to pretty much go through a publisher. And that publisher would look at your game and, you know, say, this is a game I want to make, so I'm going to make it. But more often than that, probably, this is not a game I want to make, so they don't make it. Kickstarter eliminates that. Mm -hmm. You are now the publisher if you want to be. And there's so many more games that now get released into the world, um, thus driving, you know, most of them, if you go by the Sturgeon's Law, are shit, Mm -hmm. right? Because anybody can just make a game now. You saw this a little bit in the um, music industry when Pro Tools kind of became a thing that people could just load onto their computer. Now all of a sudden everyone's an engineer Mm -hmm. and they can upload their songs to iTunes and everyone's a musician, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a similar thing with Kickstarter. Kickstarter has just been this platform that you can go to to now make your create your dream which is awesome because someone like me if i want could potentially get my game published through kickstarter on my own if i wanted to um there there's a downside to it in in a way because a lot of people feel that some publishers abuse it and use it as a pre-order system or, or just a way to generate buzz when they don't really need to use it because the original intent and idea from kickstarter is a crowdfunding platform is to Basically, you go and support something that you want to see, you know, made. And it's supposed to, I think it was originally supposed to be for, like, smaller people who didn't have the means to go Mm -hmm. and get their project off the ground. So now you have companies like Come On, you know, who use it for everything, uh, you know, that they put out, basically. And they make millions and millions mm-hmm. and millions of dollars every campaign generating this buzz. And some people question the ethics right. of all cool, that. Well, because the people who didn't have the means, they didn't have to put the money up front yeah, to have, build right. it unless they have the people who yeah. want it or who back it first. So there's not there's less of a risk for yeah. them. So the, reason, the main reason I think that the influx of games produced every year has gone up and skyrocketed um, is largely attributed to Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. I personally think Kickstarter's fine. Just don't back stuff if you don't want to. And if you want to, back. I don't think it's doing damage to the industry because I still think good games will rise up to the top. I think people are smart enough to, to understand that bad games are just not going to get played and it's not going to... I don't think it's doing any long-lasting damage. I don't know. Um, people were worried that the bubble was going to happen, like what happened with comic books in the 90s, where you had all these comic books like coming out, and yeah. then it just like collapsed into itself, and the comic industry just kind of like went away. Yeah. Um, or like, you know, severely yeah. got damaged. And people are worried that that was going to happen to board games because of Kickstarter. But, I mean, board games is the most niche little thing even still. Yeah. If you compare yeah. the board game industry to the video game industry... We are not like one half of one percent. Peanuts. Yeah, yeah, we're nothing. So, more games for ne- personally, more games the better. More options the better. And there's mm-hmm. more of that than ever before because of Kickstarter. That's my number one point I wanted to hit on. Jeff, do you have? I got some things. I think uh, one thing I want to say about Kickstarter is I think it's also spoiled too many people. If a negative of Kickstarter is people believe that that a Kickstarter. Some people believe that it is a pre-order system. It is a pre-order system, which it is not. No. You are supporting someone in their production of a game. So they assume like, well, this isn't up to my quality. Or someone says, we didn't raise enough money to get this, to get the the, 
the the three millimeter thick cardboard. So we got to do the one millimeter cardboard, and then people blow them up on Board Game Geek or something. And you're like, come on, you need right. to grow up and understand what Kickstarter is to start with. So people get overspoiled or they don't back things if it doesn't have a Kickstarter exclusive something. Yeah. And I like the game is is marketing, right? Stegmeyer is obviously one of the best at it and wrote books about it for yep. shit's sake. He doesn't but, do it anymore, right? And he doesn't do it anymore. Yeah. So he and he does all of his stuff just through his own pre-order because yeah. that's that's the system he can do now because he has the funds to be able to support. Yep. You know, if if all of his games didn't get pre-ordered, he he then just sells them regularly, right? Yeah. He, he has the money to do it. So, I think in terms of just like games itself, I think more recently, especially in the last five years, you're seeing a lot of mix of like mechanisms. It's hard to classify games now sometimes where it used to be, this is an Ameritrash game. You move dudes around and you fight. Yes. This is a Euro game. Here's a cube. And, you know, those two games would separate <laughs> themselves very easily. Yeah, but now it's like point. these games are just intertwined with all these cool mechanisms. And I love that part of it. I love that games are evolving into something that is that brings people in who loved you know, war games, but can now play this sort of Euro game. Or, right. you know, I only love Ameritrash games, but let me show you Lost Ruins of Arnak, which has this cool deck building right. thing. Well, or now there's Dwellings so... of Boring Vale has this yep. right. thing. So. There's yep. so many games being released. Do they got to figure out ways to stand out in the crowd? Yes, yeah. that's yeah. a very good point. And another way with standing out in the crowd is I think that art has obviously elevated itself just in the last mm-hmm. decade. You look at games, games need to be beautiful now because there are would you say a million that get released every day? <laughs> right. You need Another to stand great point. out. It's also so, kind of a bummer, honestly, because I think you're getting this whole that game doesn't look good. It doesn't look good enough. I'm not going to pay attention to it. But it's like you have so yeah. how much more money has to be spent right now to make the game look like yeah. on Mars before somebody will even pay attention to it because yeah. there's so many more released now. Yeah, I mean, and that, if you just walk through the game store, something is going to catch your... It's To me, I compare it to like picking out wine. Like, I like this kind of wine. There's a giant shelf of all yeah. these kinds of wine. Which one do I pick? Probably the, the one cool that I think with the coolest yeah. label. I think that's good for the board Unless game Unless I already industry. know about it and I know yeah. I like it. It's good got for the board game industry to have that competition, to have that like, oh, there's so many, I got to stand apart because now all the games are going to have this incredible artwork to even be noticed. That's going to help other people who are not hardcore board gamers want to get yeah. into board games. If you see Castles of Burgundy, the original Castles of Burgundy or Kayla's you're gonna be box, like, oh, that looks boring. and you're a, yeah. you're a non, you're going to be like, I don't want that. Yeah, yeah, but if fine, now I'm the new Castles of Burgundy has to come out so it can you know still be relevant and then someone else sees it, I think that that's the, that competition that's okay. yeah. is a good thing yeah. for and it opens industry. doors for artists to do this, yeah. right? In the 60s and 70s, I'm not quite sure I'd be able to name, even the night, I don't know who did the art for El Grande, but like the yeah. na- names like Beth Sobel, names like, like you know, you know Tool, Tool like Michael Menzel, people yeah. know Vincent these Dutrain. names, yeah. Um, uh, who does the catacombs? Quantra Moria? Yeah, so oh, like these yeah. names, like these are now big names in the industry and, and the they're, they're artists, right? Yeah. Right. So like that's cool. That's a cool thing. Um, I think games are also in the last ten years become more um, accessible to just everyone. Um, with Target opening up kind of a game section in their yeah. store, yep. nons can get into the hobby a lot easier, a lot quicker. It's not like just, it's not so niche like in the '60s where you had to go to some specific con to get a game. 
It's more normalized. It's more normalized. Yeah. Like they see it at I Target, can, yeah. so that's I can buy right. Pan Am or and Ticket to Ride or something maybe there. Word of mouth now because somebody might go to Target for other for their regular yeah. shopping, and they're like, "This looks cool." Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, it doesn't like, necessarily oh, have to be I'm because Jaws of the Lion. you played yeah. it at your friend's house or something. And then you find someone. Oh, how did you know about Jaws of the Lion? Oh, I found it at Target. Well, did you know that's the number five board yeah. game of all time and mm-hmm. the hobby that I'm in? You know, like <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And and I think with more people, you get you know just the evolution of board game geek is is obviously the member count like went from like there was like the first decade from like 2000 to 2010 there was like a couple hundred thousand members and then from like 2010 to 2020 there's like now a couple million there is yeah wow so it like jumped yeah it became so yeah. It, it's been you know the the ball is rolling yeah. and it's, it's gaining yeah momentum. and they've also done these things understanding what the industry looks like they've made their page look better because yeah. their page when it first ten years ago was fucking garbage. Yeah. It was outdated. It I was, was poor, very but used again, to it, but yeah. Yeah, but you're but now it's like and now I look at it, I'm like, all right, where are these things at? Because I'm getting used to the new page. Yeah. But the look of it is so much better. Yeah. Um, you know, they have we've also in the last ten years seen content creators go through the roof. Yes. It's not just That's Tom Vassell. It's, yeah. it's the game casters, motherfuckers. Yeah, there's millions of Instagram. Well, maybe not millions. There's yeah. You know, tens of thousands to 100,000 Instagram accounts of people taking pictures of board games. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it's a thing. We're more we're a thing. people. It's becoming right. much bigger, but still yeah. feels small. Right. It feels in the last like, 10 the years, I think we have <laughs> so come a small. long way into becoming more mainstream. Mm-hmm. You know, the first part of the de- of the 2000s was still board gaming was you didn't. It wasn't a thing that anyone would have known about. Yeah. Right now, somebody comes down to the basement. I still think they're going to be like, "Whoa, you got a lot of games." What's wrong here. with you? But yeah. but I think there's more of a chance now than there ever was before, and probably in the last ten years, this is true. Of somebody coming down and go, "Oh, you're into board cool. games? I've got this, 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 and yeah. this." Yeah. You know, like Natalie's sister Frankie, and and you know, uh, she's got like how many games of her and Kyle have now? They have like I don't know, maybe like twenty. They probably got like ten or yeah. somewhere between ten and twenty yeah. games, and and I wouldn't call them hardcore gamers or mm-hmm. anything, but you know, like. They're they people definitely who play would just games come over their, and be like, oh, look, here's... Yeah, yeah they, they play, play games with, with in-laws, with their friends, not just with us or anything. Like, they, yeah. it's their own thing. I think a lot of this is is due to Kickstarter. I think a lot of this is due to what Jeff said. I think the retail space has gotten more, more of our style of hobby games. Right. Ha- I wouldn't say they're replacing... Um, Mass market games, but they're just almost. Playing. Yeah. If you yeah. go to Target now, the majority of like the game section is like lighter, lighter. Yeah. Our games. Yeah. You know, and so I think our you're games. seeing a little, bit of a, hobby a little bit of a shift in yeah. the hobby games than you are the mass market. Well, I stuff. even think too, if somebody like came down here and saw all these games in the past, they might have been like, like, oh, nerd, and now they might be like, oh, cool, like. I yeah, try like you were saying, is yeah. happening with anime that you've seen. Yeah, anime has kids. been a, I think, in the last couple of years, become super popular with teenagers. Yeah, um, <laughs> all, like all of my students well, watch. Ryan it. When I, I was talking... in high school and I was a teenager, you were a dork. Yeah, if you liked anime. Yeah. That was a big dork. They like thing openly, they openly talk about it in the chat in Zoom while I'm trying to teach. <laughs> like that's how just comfortable and odd. Like yeah. so, it's a, it's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's cool that some of these things well, are, we are being normalized. It's funny, Ryan and I were talking about that on the way home last night. Um, from your house and and he was like it's so crazy that they said that you know all these kids are into anime now and 
and we were talking about how this that might be because there's so much more access to it like now with yes. netflix yeah you didn't have to go stuff. on some shady like, website right like it wasn't it. on cable yep. back right. in the day like <laughs> yeah. ryan had to go, to go buy like and buy dvds yeah. Yeah. you know <laughs> But now they can the just like section, turn it on yeah. and be like, oh, that's pretty cool. Or let yeah. me try this. Yeah, because it's yeah. very. It's, it's on it's, Netflix. It's, it's on, you know, there's on Hulu. They can watch them anywhere. Yeah. Yep. So, I, I mean, unless you have anything else, that was. Yeah. A, that was a nice, was moist a good nook. No- <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was very good. I'll be washing that off my face for the next uh, half hour. <laughs> All right, one of my favorite things oh. is when I said that, she's like, <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> How, how dare you? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Chugga 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 Yes, that's right. We're doing yet another installment wow. of the Association Station. Skirmish boobs and grandma's vaginas all over Yay. the place for everybody. At this point, um, I don't know that no, you know what? There's still maybe first listeners out there. The Association Station is a game that we have come to love on this show that we play. And what it is is I have 10 games that I've listed, um, and I have uh, associated them with some different terminology that Jeff is going to have to... Istanbul. (laughs) Jeff and Natalie are going to have to to, uh, guess. So if I said Constantinople, Jeff, you... Istanbul. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we have 10 games. Is Jeff, this in an appropriate position for Jeff's you? Jeff's going to keep score. <laughs> She'll swat your hand away yeah. if need be. Jeff's going to keep score. And we are going to start this off. Whoever gets the most points is the winner. We're going to start with number one. It's a good place to start. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. It's a very good place to I'll start. I finish at the end. That's a good place to yeah. start. Yeah. A fight to the Here finish. we go. Number one. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Geez. This is going to be a... Uh, what's the, what was that joke he told that was like coleslaw? Yeah, it was Cole's Law. You remember that one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, have you ever heard Cole's Law? It's the only sliced cabbage. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and there was the... That was so the, really uh, wah, wah. the scuba diver falling into the boat. That one got... Natalie oh, hated yeah. that yeah. so much. That was She's so like, oh. funny. She's like, oh. You were like, I get it. And she was like, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay, oh, yeah, number one. Perineum Trophy. Perineum? Yeah. You know what the perineum is? No. Perineum Trophy. Okay, how about Grundle Trophy? Oh, my God. <laughs> Grundle, a trophy? Grundle trophy. What? Why would you get a trophy for that? Or Chad trophy. Why would you get a Chad? Why would you get a trophy for something like that? Grundle and a Chad are the same thing. And the perineum. (laughs) Fleshy fun bridge? Trophy? (laughs) Natalie. Tainted Grail? Yes! Tainted oh, Grail! Nice. Yeah. I forgot what it was. The Fun Bridge? Yeah. That yeah. really put it over the edge. That's well, the, way to go. The medical term was the perineum. Yeah. And I was like, that's the taint. Tainted. And then I was like, I don't know Tro- Grail's trophy, but I'm saying. You don't know if a Grail yeah. is a trophy? Yeah. Well, I guess I was a What an award. Yeah, so I guess it's not a trophy. Okay. Number two Divine Booze. Jeffrey. Heaven and Ale. Correct, sir. Oh, nice. Hey. When you were like, I'm talking about Heaven and Ale, I was like, ooh, I have that in the association. <laughs> very good, very good, very good. Number three, Pea Battle. Pea Battle? Pea yeah. Battle. Yeah. Oh, Jeff. Wiz War. Wiz War. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I was like, you're an Very good. Pea Battle and Skirmish Boobs are in the same yeah. category. Same, 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 yeah. Yeah. same like dice. Number four, Raging Vampire. Raging vampires. Yeah. Hmm. Raging. One of those raging vampires. He's raging. 
and there's people yelling mm. at the at their radios right now. Probably. Raging vampire. There are dozens of them <laughs> yelling at our radio. <laughs> the raging. We can move on. Raging vampire. Raging vampire. Throwing you? Throwing. Raging is not the raging part. <laughs> She's like I got raging. raging. I got raging. I think of like a lot of synonyms for like raging that could put mm-hmm. the really? vampire part. Number five. Draw guess. Draw guess. Draw guess. Draw guess. Draw guess. <laughs> there should be a hand movement <laughs> or a shoulder bob yeah. in this one. Yeah. yeah. Draw okay. guess. Draw guess. Ready. Draw guess. Draw guess. Jeff. Telestration. Correct. Illustrations. Booyah, party game. You draw, then you guess. Then you draw, then you oh, guess. And then you draw, and then you draw guess. Draw a guess. Nope. Draw, guess, draw, guess. Okay. Wrong. That's and me Jeff got it right. Yay. Nice. <laughs> we got Raging Number Vampire. six. Where I hope Natalie lets me be later tonight. Oh, man, the nook. Um, oh. What? Oh, I know it. <laughs> Do you want to say it? Go ahead. Insider. <laughs> oh, that's not what I was going to say. Oh, you were, what were you going to say? What were you going to say? It's Insider. No, no, it's no, what no. is it? What is it, Natalie? I want to know. Yep. Ding it in, Natalie. Ding it, Ding it in. We might even it? give you a point. Yeah, I'll give you a point. If, if this is good, you'll get a point. So the clue is where I hope Natalie lets me be later tonight. The correct Natalie? answer was Insider. Natalie thinks it's. Natalie thinks it is. Uh, Tang Garden. In the Tang Garden. Okay, well, that's, that's, that's funny. Fine. Yeah. That is funny. You're yeah. not getting a point for that, but that's really funny. That's really funny. Okay, number seven. So here's what we'll do. Uh, you, start, you started. We'll distract the guard with his perineum while Natalie grabs his keys. I'll watch as you two do all the work, and then we'll make our getaway. Jeff. Escape plan. Yes, sir. Oh. Man, and Jeff, you are good. Cool. Bam, Jeff is destroying. We got raging them, like, vampire. Instantly. Yeah, he is. Just boom, 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 boom. I'm on it. He's like we're we got we're on the same wavelength. Yeah. Perineum yeah. length. Is the next one wavelength? No. <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. Mmm, delicious sunlight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> go ahead. Photosynthesis. Yes, sir. Mmm, <laughs> delicious sunlight. Photosynthesis oh. is the act of converting eat, sunlight yeah, into energy because they eat sun. Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> I don't like it, but it. yeah. Number nine. Pumpkin wine and the gorilla pen. <laughs> Pumpkin Is this wine. Like a reference? I don't Maybe. know what it is. Pumpkin wine. Pumpkin wine and the gorilla pen. Oh. Jeff, do it, baby. Yeah, no, just do it, I Jeff. It. Jeff. Bonanza. Yes, sir. That's oh, what he. That that's what he talked about at the beginning. I was like, I was like, she wasn't paying attention. Nope. You exhausted her yeah, earlier. I know. <laughs> you said stuff. I didn't remember what it was in related said, to. <laughs> you said stuff, and I was well, you know exhausted. What? At you it. never know what's gonna come back in the game for the episode, so pay attention. <laughs> yes, sir. Before I eat that pizza. pizza. <laughs> and number Last ten. Eat that pizza. Come on, Spin Master. <laughs> Jeff knows it. No, he doesn't. You think I know a Spin Master Spin game? Master. Yeah, you do. Come on, Spin Master. Seaman. Seaman. <laughs> I don't know. Marvel United? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I don't know those things. Well, Seaman. He just said I thought it was the whole thing. Make, and Spin Master yeah. make Marvel United. I didn't know that. And but I then also, like, come on, like, come on. I was talking with Seaman and Spin Master about the challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> okay, so Jeff it's wins 11 to 3 somehow, 11 to 0 somehow. <laughs> um, we we still have vampire. Raging Vampire, but yeah. Jeff, man. I cruised. I got wow. I got beat last time. Today You today only won. missed the you first one. This win. You yeah, got well, and every raging, other one. And Raging Vampire. And he wasn't even just vampire. like, 
No, he knew he it before like, I was done. I was in a groove today. He knew it before I was done. You killed it. Uh, it's the raging vampire. Great job, Jeff. Yeah, raging. What's vampire. like the opposite of a vampire? Or if yeah, we're going to go opposite, is Dracula a vampire? Yes, Dracula is a vampire. He's the vampire. So is it like angry Dracula? Angry. Er, the Count. Ah ah ah. People I are, won. People are definitely eight yelling to one. Right now. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, with what you just said. Yeah. Angry Dracula. Oh, I get it. What? Fury of Dracula. Fury of Dracula. Now he said Dracula. That was like Gizmos. I gave you Giz. You yeah, gave me yeah, Dracula. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he needed that too because he was close. Yeah, it was close. Yeah. Really <laughs> tip. Natalie scale. starts it off. Gets number one. Jeff gets two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know, man. Congratulations to our today. very own uncomfortable board gamer. <laughs> he nailed that one. Okay, so we are now going to move on to the top five. We took a break from the top five last episode. We are back at it again. We are doing top five games that are named after like a city or a town or a duchy <laughs> yeah a, a real a real place a right? real place in the world right. is gloomhaven gloomhaven's a fake city in the, yeah, in the like, game yeah so gloomhaven, gloomhaven is out. doesn't count yeah it's not real right um so these games do count let's go natalie me jeff Ubi. so natalie whenever you're ready hit us with number five number five is las vegas Ooh, las vegas that's a fun game named after city? Las Vegas. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that's the city. I've been there. Yeah. Okay, that's a good one. That's, that's all you want to say? You're just uh, laughing. You're just looking Vegas at me and smiling. Cool. Yeah, I mean, do you want me to like... Lots of dice rolling action. It? No, I don't care. I don't give a shit it's what you do. It's a fun, light game. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah. Everybody would like just it. Like yeah. Me. Roll some dice and you put them on some stuff and you yeah. get some monies. You can get monies yeah. if you want. No, that's my second favorite game that has Vegas in it. <laughs> Lords of. Lords of. Number yeah. five for me. Lords of. <laughs> All right, sorry. Is a game Natalie actually mentioned to me. She's like, oh, yeah, this is one. And it is a Belfort. I mm. thought, I did not know Belfort was a real place. I thought Belfort was just a, a made, up made up name for the board game. The fort. And it's not. Yeah, right. <laughs> There no, probably was a, a real, fort real city named Belfort or something. Yeah. So that's my number five, Belfort. My number five is Jaipur. Ooh, Jaipur. Um, Jaipur. Jaipur is a great two-player game. Probably my top couple like two two-player only games. It's just awesome. Yeah, Devin, you I love. I know you how much it. you love that um, game. That's for sure. Yeah, it's just a fun balance of like back and forth and trying to like play each other and the game. It's a good one. If you haven't played it, you can get the new print if you want. It comes with a cool metal coin, I think. But the old print, I feel like I like the art better than the old one. Yeah. But you don't get yeah. that metal coin. And you love, you love, well, how do you reconcile one. that? Because, man, you love one. metal coins. Well, I just, I, I steal the one game and then I take good the idea. coin out and then I return it and say, this was missing something. Thieves. You know? I like it. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah. All right, Natalie, what's number four? So you said that, um, just a place. Villages count. Yeah, just a place okay. in the world. Akrotiri. Yeah, I, well, I, that was Ooh. one I saw. I didn't say out loud. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, she knows this. So she'll put that out." Yeah, Akrotiri is like a village in, on Santorini in Greece. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's an awesome two-player yeah. game. Um, yeah, yeah, this is super duper great. Nice job, <laughs> super <laughs> duper. I love that. Is a great game, uh, two-player only by Sen Fung Lim and Jake Cormier. Oh. All right, number four for me. In français. En français. <laughs> number four for me is toi. Ooh, toi. I really like toi. It's an awesome dice allocation game. And there's also an expansion called Ladies of Toi. 
<laughs> that you can get, and it adds a bunch of cool modules. It adds the ladies. A bunch of different modules. Add the ladies. ladies. Yeah, the modules like are sweet because they you get they that purple fit, dye. Yeah, and they fit within the the um, artwork. Yes. So you put them on the, the side. Artwork of and the it's original super game. Cool. I love yes. that. So that's my number four. Toi, toi, toi was my toi. number four, but I'm going to move on to a different one. Patrick, toi. Uh, my number. <laughs> um, my number four is. Letters from Whitechapel. Oh, Whitechapel. Yes, White the Whitechapel District. Um, Whitechapel. Letters from Whitechapel is a sweat-inducing, amazing one-verse-all <laughs> yeah. game. Um, cat and mouse. So if you like Fury of Dracula and want yeah. it in a slightly shorter period of time, yep. um, Letters from Whitechapel is... A lot is, of shorter period of time. Is Good, awesome. answer. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> Natalie, what is your number three? Uh, my number three is... Your number three. Uh, I have two... But I'm trying to decide. We'll make the other one number two. I feel yeah. like one of them is not like technically. Then don't do it. Okay, Orleon. 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 Very good. Good answer. Good answer. Especially the cooperative. Yeah, the cooperative version. version. Holy cow. Jeff, I want you to play that. And you also want me to play the invasion I know. One. We got oh. to just trade. You got to play the, uh, yeah, yeah. the invasion or whatever. Whatever nice. that one is. That's nice. My number three is a game we've heard pronounced a million different ways, but we pronounce it Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. Mm-hmm. We've heard it pronounced weirdly Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. Number three for me is Teotihuacan. Love that game. Love it. One of my faves. Jeff, what about you? What is number three? Okay, everybody's taking my list, so I'm going to take one off of Natalie's list. Do it. And my number three is a game called Coimbra, which is in Portugal. And that game is the awesome. That is the awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. Um, Great game. Dice. Beautiful art. Again, stands out for art. Ryan even has it displayed in one of his cubes. It's so good looking. It's amazing. It's by the Gili and then the Brazini. Flaminia Brazini. Yeah. That great combo. Yep. Eggert Spieler. All right. That was Natalie's number two. All right. Just on my number two. So I'm going to go with Mombasa. What? Dad Mombasa, Grandmasa, Grandmasa. It's in Kenya? Yeah. Yes. I know. I know. Didn't you know that? I, knew. I know. I know too. <laughs> I'm a awesome, very good game. My number two, I just lost my script. Number two for me is a Rondell game that I've had for a long time that I love so much called The Palaces of Carrara. Oh, Where's that is Carrara? a great game. Yeah. Carrara is a city in Westland. <laughs> Isn't Westland a city? Westland. Well, yeah. <laughs> Wesley original... Crushers. <laughs> no, we're not the Wesley Crushers. We're the Wesley Crushers. <laughs> um, I don't know where it is, but it's in the world somewhere. Carrara. Are you looking at... Are it's you fact-checking me? It's in Italy. There we go. Okay, I know. Um, I am going to do some... What am I on? Two? Uh, yes. Yeah, two. Two. I will move on and pick... Hmm. Mm. <laughs> I want to highlight a Martin Wallace game called London. London. London is that a place. good game. London, yep. and, and oh, yeah. it's a place. It's a yeah, place. It's sure, a real sure. place. It's in Florida. That's an engine building card game that's that's a tough to get the groove of, but I played it for the first time with Bill recently, and it's good. It's good. We, he had like the, I don't know if it's anniversary edition. Yeah, with the cool cover. Yes, the cool, like the, the blue, blue and the, yeah. The so that's a very solid skyline. game. I think people like love that game too. People like, it, Mitt Wallace one. has like mm-hmm. a following. Did you call him Mitt Wallace? Yeah. Is that what they call him? No, no. Because Mitt Wallace, <laughs> Joe will know this, because he like, Joe signed, he's, Mitt Wallace signed one of his games, it's like Mitt Wall, but like <laughs> Martin Wallace is is obviously his name, but yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I now I call him Mitt Wallace Mitt because Wallace. that's like what he signed that that's funny. cover as. Right? Yeah. That's funny. Okay. What is number one? I'm sure zero people are surprised by this, but my number one is Istanbul. Carcass- oh. Duh. Wow, you, I, I didn't know you played that game. Yeah, Istanbul <laughs> did not even make the the short list because that what's the point? Yeah, number one for me, Carcassonne. Ooh, the Carcassonne. Carcassonne. I love Carcassonne. I would love one day to go to Carcassonne and, and play Carcassonne. Carcassonne. Where is it? At Carcassonne. Carcassonne. 
It's in Europe somewhere. Yeah, probably. I want to like look up these. Maybe it's in England. Maybe we should. It's probably in our geography. It's probably in France. Yeah, it's in France. We're just stupid Americans. Who knows where these places are? Okay. Think we know anything? I'm not good at geography. My number one is where Westland is. Westland. Novi and Westland. Novi. My number one is Bora Bora. 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 Bora Bora. Which is an island. Not technically a country under the yep, rule of something French else. French Polynesia. Okay. Yeah. It's in the Polynesians. Um, I know. Bora Bora is amazing. I want to get to the table very soon. And that gave me told Devin, dumb. Yeah, I told Devin that we're going to play it soon. I think... Um, I would like to go to Bora Bora. Why? And play Bora Bora. Why don't you just go to Jeff's like basement and play Boom. Bora Bora? Yeah, I'll put like a <laughs> beach on the TV. you up in the chest if he wants. Yeah. <laughs> Lock me up in the chest. <laughs> Only if you want, he said. Only what if you want. I'm not making Put you do this. Leather, he will call you the gimp. Oh man! Excuse From me. From Pulp Fiction. It's true. Better get the gimp. Well, so what do you got? Honorable. Sleeping. Honorable. Go wake him up. <laughs> um, Santorini. Yep. And yep, that's Bruges city. Yep. And that's Copenhagen. Oh, Copenhagen. 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 What I got? Copenhagen. Mombasa. Santorini. Istanbul. Those years. Those are some of mine. Okay, I have Lords of Vegas. Yeah. Um, does Prague have Kaput Regni count? Yes. Yeah. Yep, we're counting that one. Prague is in um, oh, Isle of Skye. I believe Skye is an area of Scotland. Scotland. Um, Yokohama Scottish. is a good one. Dinner in Paris. I had Santorini. Yeah. I was like staring at good games one. and seeing a whole bunch of like other ones. Orléans would have been my number one if I made like a list of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all the other ones you said were on there as well. You know, my city, my underwater city. cities. Underwater cities. The yeah. city. Sorcerer you know, city. Tag city. Sorcerer city. <laughs> City, 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 city of angels, city of angels. Yep. <laughs> Is that a game? Sure. So that's going to do it for us today, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at Mad Board Gamer. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. We have a board game geek guild. Natalie refuses to join. Three, six, seven, eight. If you'd like the show, we'd love if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There is also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different game casters mad board gamer gateway here so head on over to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash gateway network so for natalie just the uncomfortable board gamer i am ryan and you have been listening to the game casters good night everybody Can you hear me, Jeff? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Oh. Are, are you there? Oh, I'm here. I can hear. Natalie, are oh. you there? I'm here now. Oh, where were you? Where were you? I don't. I was gone. Were you double clicking your mouse? I was gone. No. <laughs>